That's right, motherfuckers. We back, but we bringing video this time. That's right. Zoom meeting from coast to coast. The best three we are bringing you. E. I fucked that up. So who cares? We're gonna start off with the intros. I'm Big Carpe. Always lit. Always fucking it up. You know, can't write questions worth shit on that other podcast. But I'm here to bring you and talk some shit with my two brothers right here. So on my screen, he's down south. But always the man on my right. He is great 99 out of 99 times. I've said it. He only acts like wine gets finer with age. He is the great Bretzke. Oh, leader of the full power. Do not forget. Check that shit out all the time. The great Bretzke 99. Yo, what's up, brother? 99. <laughs> That's probably the closest you'll ever get to promoting Jake's episode of the podcast, by the way. That probably will be. Yeah, about right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing doing pretty good. That was a that was a pretty solid intro. Not not as good as the you know the over, the Mangria intros, but I, I'll give you the credit. You got the uh, got the old Lucha House Party fears Lars poster hanging up in the background. You know, oh yeah, Lucha House Party back in the uh, they're giving some cakes out tonight on SmackDown. Having a Steam. great night, Caesar. Awesome, awesome. All right, and the man to my left. I mean, I don't know how what screen you're watching this on, but hopefully it records this way. If not, is, is that what you're doing? All right, cool. If not, he is the leader of the shit show we call the runoffs of SRAP podcasts. He is the white slave. He's got the shirt on right now. He is always bringing the content in the heat for the streets. He brings the eargasms to you guys, kind of through us. But still, he does it all the work. My man, man, Gria, What up, players? You ready to do this Zoom style, son? Sons? Get it popping. <laughs> Get it popping. All righty, players. There's my whiteness. Okay, we are going to kick this oh, wait, episode off. Wait, 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 wait. I actually, um, I know you wanted me to do news, and then we kind of said no, but there is one piece of news. Um, Hold on. I, let me I set it up. See. The great Bretzky on Channel 99 News. Go for it, Brett. You're live. Yeah, so breaking news um, out of the Channel 99 headquarters, um, out of the under-14 division, Jake has challenged the tripod to actually go, th- go through and do the drinking game that we laid forth on the last episode of the tripod sessions. That is my breaking news. Well, how, how, how the fuck are we supposed to do a drinking game on a podcast about a podcast? So, so this means this idiot who doesn't drink is trying to tell two drunks and a future drunk how to drink and play a drinking game in a podcast. That means we would have to get together, find the time to actually not listen to his podcast, to listen to it together, and then drink when we're supposed to drink in this fucking... Oh, I mean, what the, what and and we review it. And well, then we review it. it afterwards. Well, speaking of drinking, Cesar, you know what time it is, man. It's Friday night. Friday it's night. Friday it's night time. It's time to get uh, lit, son. It's time to get no, lit, son. No, get that fuck shit out of here. Trailer park style. <laughs> listen, listen. You guys, I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what you guys are doing. But this is the only proper way to celebrate a Friday night right here. <laughs> you better wear gloves or that keyboard getting sticky. Oh, sticky keys, sticky keys. <laughs> well, Jake, you know what, buddy? I challenged you after you challenged us. So why don't you catch up on the tripod beer runs? 
why don't you actually listen? Because I know you ain't listening now, so we're going to talk all kinds <laughs> of shit. We're going to take all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. The only I thing I can you, think of. Yeah, uh, Zanka's going to like this like six minutes in and send messages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, talk all the shit you want about Jake. He's an idiot. Because <laughs> Jake doesn't listen, so we can say whatever we want. Do you th- you remember that that chick Belle Delphine? How she was selling her bathwater? Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's Jake's drinking game. Is drinking the bathwater? Shots of bathwater. Oh, yeah, got that mixture of ice cream and bath. It's like an ice cream float, yeah, but it is. Like, I'm surprised worse. you're not getting PTSD, Brad. Because isn't that what Jake fed you in no, your cage? No, no. He no, got his bathwater in a bowl and just shoved no, it in no, your no. cage. You have it all wrong. He, the bath was sacred. You got the bath if you were a good boy, um, and <laughs> I was. I was not. He's always uh, escaping. He was always. always I was escaping. always. I was, I was yeah. always, you know, jewing my way out of the locks and everything. So, yeah, you know. so. <laughs> I never. I never got the bathwater. There we go. Yeah. Well, is that it for Channel 99 News for tonight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Jake's an idiot. That's the only news, yeah. I mean, it's not really news news, but, you know, we kind of knew that. The but people got to know. It's, the, oh, it's inner, the inner circle knew, but now the world knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or exactly. The, or the Mighty 20, you know. Mighty 20, <laughs> yeah. which is Spread the word, Mighty 20. Spread the, the, the word. Yeah. No, <laughs> isn't it Mighty 22 now? The Mighty 22? The Mighty it's 22 be, now. Yeah. We had we had extra viewers or something. Yeah, last we got week, an extra so. percentage of girls. We got them. We, we got the got, women. We got two percent snizzness, y'all. Oh shit! You get some snizzness. Oh, you get some snizzness. You get some snizzness. Oh, <laughs> those Uzbekistani women are going crazy over us. Flipping their they, shit. They showed half their ankle. That's how hot they're getting. Whoa! Yeah, whoa, whoa! Whoa! Hey! Whoa. hey. This is a family show. Somebody. This is a family yeah, show. Get somebody shot. Yeah, some, some, we got those that ankle after hour. Well, we are going to start a topic tonight that I just came up with on the fly because I was jamming out to I hate you, Carol, on my iPod at work. The top three wrestling themes, in our opinion, our favorite three top wrestling themes of all times. And Cesar and Bretzky, I don't know which one of you suggested that we sing None of songs. We don't have I to. I said you. I said you have to. I have idea. to. Yeah, it's your idea. So n- you, neither of you were gonna sing your songs. I wasn't gonna sing anyway. I was gonna see if you were gonna do it, and then I was gonna reach out. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> you asked for it. You asked for it. Yeah. So cheers, bitch. Oh man. Oh uh, fuck! Didn't chug the whole bottle. I know dead air is the death, but hey, I'm drinking, y'all. I'm drinking. Yeah, it's a video. Um, it's a video. Give me some time. Okay. Yeah. Wait, will PWK be upset? Will PWK be upset that we only have the, the, the visual version? No, I chose Zoom because I can take the audio out and uh, put it okay. on. Uh, wait, wait, he doesn't have YouTube? It's free. How do you not have YouTube? <laughs> He's the only one who requests it on Anchor, which is like, weird. Like, but... There, no, but like there's YouTube. Like It's free. We, we yeah. know he's not blind. So like he can't watch YouTube. Well, YouTube probably tracks probably tracks the location and data, and he can't really have his location tracked. You know, from, you know <laughs> the, the serial killer thing. So let's see. My top three in no particular order because they're all pretty damn great in my opinion. I'll kick it off. <clears throat> the first thing of the night from yours truly mm-hmm. is by Motorhead. It is Triple oh, H's. No. Time to play the game. 
Didn't they do all of his theme music? Like, which which one is that? Well, oh, God damn it. It's time to play the game! <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the game and how you play it. All about control and if you can't take it. All about your debt and if you can't pay it. It's all about pain. Who's gonna make it? That's good, right. That's every time, every time I hear this fucking song, I didn't realize you were gonna sing all of them. When it comes yeah, to that that part, when it's three quarters through, and when Triple H gets up on the apron and looks around, and then he goes and spits the herpes. I follow yeah. him and I spit my herpes the same way all yeah, over. Right. The place. Well, well, he spits the herpes twice. Well, three yeah. times actually because he spits he goes, the herpes on the ramp. Yeah, and then. And then he spits the herpes at the breakdown, and then he always has a little left over for the more herpes. That's what I yell at the screen every time he does it. You got to yell herpes I, and more herpes. I saw him Works at a, a live show here in Fresno, California, and I was nice. lucky enough to be in the front. And you he, had the herpes. Was, he was doing his thing like this in the corner. He went, and then he did this, and he took another drink and then spit again. So I got, herpes. I got herpes right here. That's why I'm balding. Nice. I'm balding right here because the herpes got right here, right here, right here. But it was it was incredible, man, seeing it live and seeing them do that. That song always gets me hyped. That is my first song of my three. Gentlemen, who goes next? It's up to you. It's your, it's your, uh, podcast All right. Here. Where's my Nickelback? All right. <laughs> uh, we'll go with the youngster, Bretzky. You're next. Oh, you could you couldn't find the nickel, so you so you you put it on me. All right. I'm drunk. Um, I can't find it. <laughs> I, it's gonna be right in front of you too. Um, <laughs> fuck. Well, now, I was I wasn't preparing to sing. Um, I'm not singing. I'll. Uh, I might sing the top one. Mangria's gonna sing them all. You gotta list <laughs> yeah, it. Mangria's. I hear voices. No. He's got the he's got the hot mic. All right, Mangria, I want to see, I want to, I want to hear this vocal rendition of Mike and Maria Kanellis' theme oh, uh, when they came back. Uh, You're literally picking shitty songs just so he has to sing it. That's a good one. That's a good song. That is that's not a, a good song. That's a real good song. Hang on. <laughs> Just Googling the lyrics. Yeah, greatest love of all. Come on, Mangria, <laughs> yeah. you know it. Mike. Here's to the great. Yeah, hey, you do. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah, that one. I mean, he, he practically sang it now. So. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. YouTube has ads. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have YouTube red? Come just on, go on. Just go on. The, just go on. Look up like. On like Spotify. How do you not have YouTube red, bro? I thought I did. Oh, here we go. Oh, that guitar riff. Oh, it's got some good shit. That's some good this shit. is for you, Bretsky. Bretsky's first song of the night. These are rocking out to it. It's a good shit. It's good shit. This the is on Caesar's workout workout mix. It is. Yeah, <laughs> put that light up. Put that light up. Can you guys hear it good? <laughs> we could a second ago. Now it's like low. Nice choice, Bretsky. Caesar. Uh my number one pick is going to be Evolution's theme song. My waterhead. Uh, because uh, I never knew what the fuck he was saying in the song. Because <laughs> um, the song was just so loud and rock heavy. I could never make out the words. So me and my friends used to just make up song uh, and lyrics to it. We would all, always just sing like Evolution Ain't Afraid, but in the grizzled voice. So 
song come on, be like, Evolution ain't afraid. And then just you just say whatever whatever the fuck you felt like after that. I don't even think there was lyrics. I think we just kept just it yelling was, things at the It's team. like evolution is a mystery full of change oh, yeah, no yeah. one sees. Yeah, but we didn't care about that. Our lyrics yeah. When you're, I'm sure when you're when you're um, intoxicated, then you, know, you don't yeah. really care. You don't really care what he says. But that's my. How uh, fucking different would evolution have been if Mark Jindrak was in there instead of Randy Orton? Randy Orton, you I mean I Batista? Think. Was it yeah, Batista? I think Batista, Batista was, was, was the been, last word. Yeah, they picked Orton first, and then they. they and then Batista, Batista got hurt, and so they were gonna replace him with Jindrak. Yeah. Yeah. It could have worked. Jindrak was great. Jindrak, like they, he, all the shit he did in Mexico, like he was a really good athlete, but um, it, wouldn't it, do, it, it, it wouldn't have been as good at all. It would not have been as yeah. good. I never saw his personality ever, Jindrak. I guess they didn't let what? him because he was a fuck up back then, right? Yeah. Apparently, everything he did in Mexico was, was like top notch. Like he was apparently like yeah. a huge star down there. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. My favorite part of Cesar's choice is he said that they make up lyrics for it. That's my favorite sure. part of his story, man. I can just imagine. Everything. I can just, just imagine yell, him riffing the whole song. He's with Triple H, make up lyrics for Evolution. <laughs> you gotta have some fun with it. Okay. That's back when wrestling was good, though. <laughs> song number two from Mangria Field. I'm starting to feel it, man. I'm getting all warm. I'm getting all oh, warm inside. I'm getting all warm we're inside. Not, we're not even like <laughs> 10 minutes in. That's right. 15, 16. It, well, yeah, it took a long time to. Yeah, you're not coming. Go 2001. Stadia. 2001. This man changed. Well, he didn't change his lyrics. They changed the song. They added lyrics to it. Nah. And you want to get white, white Boy Rock. This was the song, man. Disturbed. Glass shatters. On the yeah, we also forcible, made up lyrics for this too. Forcible entry <laughs> uh, album, which is no longer available to purchase. Nice. This song really? was one of my favorite songs of all time. I loved it. It always got me all riled up. And you know, Cesar, remember the tr trouble? Uh, well, Houston, we have a problem. Stone Cold yeah, came yeah, out yeah. to this song. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, damn. And then when he betrayed. Uh, well, he didn't betray. He just signed uh, signed his soul over to Vince McMahon. And this song was blasting in the background. Stone Cold. And Paul Heyman's like, this moment will be talked about forever. This Maybe. song was blasting in the background. I love it. I would it. argue that as a song, like it's a this is a better song than his other one. It, the other one's more fitting. But this is a better song, for sure. Yeah. But this was a time where everybody had a song versus they just had yeah. Yeah. music coming out. Young Bretzky, what is your second song of the night? Uh, my second song of the night is actually not a WWE theme song. It is an APPW theme. No, I mean, it's APPW as well. But um, it's Chris Jericho's Judas, just because that's such a good song. And it fits so well with wrestling. Like, and his character, especially. Um, I, I really love the song. And I also saw Fozzie live. And like when this album first came out, um, I actually, I have a, it was like 15 bucks to get like a, a band assigned copy from the entire band of the, of the CD. So basically instead of paying 500 bucks for a Jericho autograph and like, I guess some shitty meet and greet, it was 15 bucks for him. But, uh, but yeah, I love Judas. Judas is one of my favorite songs. So I gotta go with Judas. 
do you sing along when he comes out on a dynamite uh, along with the I audience? Let, I let Sammy take care of that. Sammy Guevara has that in the bag. Also, the song for the great Bretzky's character and Gavidi Adonat along with the APPW Tag Team Champions Zanka and Robert Roode. Fozzie, That's where it's more known. Judas, 2017? Damn, three years ago? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He used this in his first, and in a, it was out already and very popular by the time he first got to Japan again. Better times, fellas. Better times. Yeah. These are yep. your second song of the night. My second song never got the traction it needed because the character never got off the ground. But it was the birth of Deacon Batista. It is Reverend Devon's theme. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Dude, I cracked up every time I heard that song. Every time they were walking around passing the plate. Fucking Reverend Devon's theme is so fucking weak. Uh, because that shit is like New Day 1.0, that oh, church God. shit that they had. Is this it? Nah, hold on. Hold on. It starts off kind of churchy, but now it's the one where it's like got the black laser background. Just call my name. <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's, I just, Reverend Devon first Titan Tron 2002. That might not be it then. I just love the stories, uh, um, and again, confirmed by Devon that whenever they came back with the collection plate, APA would just say, we're using that for beer money. I, yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> fucking classic, man. <laughs> fucking classic. search history is going to be so fucking weird after this. Yeah, it's going to be all WWE music on his YouTube. He's, he's, he's going to forget. He's going to go on YouTube and be like, Reverend Devon. Yeah, that was it. I, heard that. I heard that lady singing in the background. I can't believe you remember this, Cesar. Fuck <laughs> yeah, Reverend Devon was the shit. Deacon Batista. Nice. Just call the name. You gotta look that one up, Bresky. Classic. I will. I will. I'll, I'll add that to the playlist. Classic. How did that character come to an end, Cesar? Uh, I don't know. I think the Dudley boys just got back together. Like, cause like they split him up. Cause Bubba was on Raw, Devon was on SmackDown. Yeah. And then, then yeah, like Reverend Devon was going by himself, and then they added Batista because he came over from OBW, and like Reverend, like Deacon Batista just never got off the ground, and they were just like, yeah, nah, this is a wash because all Batista did was just sit out there, and like he wouldn't even wrestle. I don't so think. Batista, so never, Batista didn't turn on Reverend Devon. He might have. I think they were going to go that route, but I don't think they ever got off the ground to even do that. Hmm. Like something happened, and they had to like. I think Devon got hurt, or like Spike got hurt, and then so they had to merge him back. So then I don't know. No, didn't Shit. um didn't Batista get hurt? I think Batista did get hurt. So I think I he think was wrestling at a house show and got yeah, hurt. Yeah, I think because I think I remember from the Evolution documentary. I think that he said that he got hurt, and then they reunited the Dudleys at Survivor Series. Series, yeah. So like yeah, like yeah, he got hurt on a house show or some shit. I knew somebody got hurt, and then they were just like, nah, let's go back to the Dudleys because that's making money. So we won't split you guys up. So. Injuries, what a bitch. The motherfucker that, bank it comes from you. That's what uh, did the authors of pain in, huh? The authors yeah. of trash. They just could not yeah, get it going because one their of name them right. kept you getting injured. Say their injured. name right. Authors of trash. So they kept getting <laughs> injured. They were supposed to be Seth's heaters 
in the fucking uh, Monday Night Messiah gimmick, man. They're trash. I'm already seeing on Twitter. Already seeing on Twitter. Big mistake. AEW is going to have the best tag division when these two join. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, <my> God. <laughs> Wrong. He's going to get... He's gonna yeah, get slip on the orange the juice and get hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get injured signing the contract. Stage. Yeah. He's gonna slip oh, the catering and it'll be over. <laughs> He's signing the contract. Ow, oh, my hand cramped. My hand cramped. Eight, yeah. months. Paper cut. Eight months. Paper cut. Paper cut. Break a pinky lifting that pin. <laughs> well, my final song on my list is the most current, and I've mentioned it to one of you, probably Cesar, when he was on the hangover for the first time. Uh, but the yeah. song that's still Gets a pop out of me. Caesar's favorite oh. character. Oh, you took w- mine. WWE. Took mine. This the song world. is fucking incredible. I loved it. Uh, Code Orange covers Let Me In, the Fiend's theme song. Oh. Basically, an incredibly better version of Bray Wyatt's original theme. Which was the- good. The fir- yeah, it's good. The first time we saw The Fiend at SummerSlam, man, I was in awe. The song, the entrance, the look. He murdered Finn Balor, Finn Balor right? The yep. first match. It was incredible. No, no, no. You said that wrong. Like, you were in awe because, like, we all were. The entrance was beautiful. The character work was great. And then we watched him wrestle and realized how much shit he was. That's how you should have said that sentence. You respect this man, Cesar. Respect I don't gotta respect shit. Respect I don't gotta respect him. shit. <laughs> Respecting that track. It's a great song. I love this song. Trash ass wrestlers. The Fiend Bray Wyatt is my final song of the night. Gretzky, was it that was your third? That was my third. I'll um Let's I'll, go also with, ran. I'll go with my also ran. My also ran um is Baron Corbin from just before he became the king. Mm. Um like basically the king's like like the original theme song without the the king yeah, the king crap yeah as 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 funny as that is uh, yeah. Baron Corbin's always had great themes like his first wait theme is that, that his got... second theme or his first I thought his first theme was different no it was it's his third second. theme the first uh, no it was his third because the first one was it was much different but it was really good it was more like a mo- it had like a motorcycle rev at the beginning yeah. oh and then, yeah, 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 yeah. and then it was this one without without any words and then it was. Then it was the updated one, and now they have the one with the king. But yeah, yeah. I, it's it's a, he's always had really good themes. But I'm gonna go with uh, like his constable, I guess. He yeah, has constable phase theme for sure. Uh, yeah, good shit. Very good choice. I I, I purchased this one as well as it uh, became available all the way. Oh, 2017. That was a good year for themes, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. These are your final song of the night. Final song belongs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, belongs to a tag team. No, I'm not picking that one stupid song that you're thinking about picking. I'm picking the Mustache Mountain theme. Ooh. Oh, wow. Let me see. That's a good theme song. It fits those That's guys perfect. It fits, it fits those guys perfect. The crowd is always hyped for it. The guy yelling in the background is always hyped when he's singing that shit. Well, of course, he filmed it once, but yeah, it's a great song. It is really good. Oh, I love that part. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> you and fucking ass. Just go on Spotify. I can't hear it anymore. 
I can't hear anything. Can you hear it? Me neither. Oh, I can't hear it. Nope. Hold on, let me put it in the mic. <laughs> I think it's actually it's it's Mustache Mountain's theme song, but I think it's uh what's his name? Trent Seven's theme song also. So you can try to look it up that way. I'll look this shit up, but I don't have my phone. I'll try, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try to find it. It's also 2017. I think that was it. That's it. I can sort of hear it in the background. I'm loving these obscure picks, these are. I would have never fucking guessed these. I wouldn't call Reverend Devon an obscure pick. <laughs> Reverend Devon's way obscure. I wouldn't call Evolution an obscure pick, but Reverend Devon, I'll give you an obscure, but no, Mustache Mountain's a great song. You had to bang it. So it's good shit. Well, there we go, fellas. We got our theme songs out of the way. Brother Cesar, lead us. Oh, no, we're, we're not doing highlights. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> it's Super Tuesday's NXT. We kick it off with a street fight. Swerve and Brizongo versus Dark. Dark Order? What the hell was I drinking? Brown oh, Order? What were you drinking? Brown, Brown Order. Order. What yeah. the fuck? Um, right in Man, the get your shit together. Right in the broveries, Beth says, on Mendoza's getting a low blow. She finally the, gets uh, the wedding. The wedding package. The I wedding tackle. If, I wonder if Mauro uh, fed her that line like via text message. Uh, <laughs> Brown Order, triple trash compactor to Breeze was fucking insane. Uh, Fandango then goes through a table. Imperium attack Breeze. Double team along with Brown Order. Fandango and Swerve both jump off a fucking forklift onto Brown Order and Imperium. Swerve pins Santos with the, is it the JML driver? Yeah. That was sure, called? Sure. With the JML yeah. driver. This match was fucking incredible. Uh, we had this Iron Man match to look forward to at the end of the night, but they sure knew how to kick off the night. Uh, Cesar, what are your thoughts on the opening match of NXT this week? Uh, so I wrote this right in the chat right when they jumped off the um, forklift thing. I was like, this is some shit because if Mara were there commenting, he would be going, he'd mama me all over himself, skeeting in his pants. <laughs> like, are they on a forklift? And mama me, they take everybody out. Where's uh, Judy Bagwell when he needs her? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right on. We might have even gotten a mama effing Mia. Yeah, might. Holy bleep! Holy bleep! Those are special. Uh, This match was great from everything. The fire extinguisher spot where Dango's just like on the outside dancing while Breeze is just hosing everybody down. Uh, Yeah, Swerve. We all know Swerve can go. Uh, Them boys are all hyped up on cocaine from Mexico, so they can go. and yeah, I guess Imperium had to come out just for story, but they haven't done shit for story in the last four months, so I really didn't care about that. I guess just to give us some fuck shit, since payback was fuck shit free. Um, yeah. But no, great, great match. Way to kick off a match. Like, anytime NXT has a great tag match to kick off anything, whether it's TakeOver or their show, their fucking show's incredible. This show was incredible. Well, they sure... It. They sure did set the pace for the rest of the night, right? Bretzky, what'd you yeah. think of this? Yeah, I mean, Brown Order continues to impress and get better and better each week. Uh, I'm glad that Swerve was able to pick up the victory because um, he, he lost uh, previously to Santos Escobar. Um, but yeah, I mean, fucking a forklift? Jesus Christ. Like, 
where the fuck? I, I didn't realize they could fit a forklift in the PC. So I mean, it was great. I mean, it's like you guys, like Cesar said, what well, it, it's kind of historically now. If NXT has a great tag match of any kind to kick it off, then the rest of the show is absolutely fire. And it, that did not fail to come to fruition this week. Phenomenal opener, phenomenal opener. Uh, I can't say enough about it. I know, Cesar, uh, you know how much Bretsky likes to bust out his accents. I know you want to <laughs> say Brown Order's actual name. So so let it let it roll, Bretsky. What is their actual name in NXT? Well, if you're talking about the Legado del Fantasma, then you have <laughs> There's Raul Mendoza. <laughs> hey, this is, this, is, he got. This, this is what seven years of Spanish class will get you, man. Uh, <laughs> you got a... Uh, Fuck, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name now. Excellent. No. I don't know any other names. You got, you got Raul Mendoza. Yeah, Joaquin, the, there you go. Raul Mendoza. Joaquin Wild. Joaquin Wild and Santos Escobar. I can't roll my R, but I would if Santos I could. Santos Escobar. Oh, you, Escobar. You, you just combine Spanish Escobar. and Italian. Yeah, Escobar. Sacrifice the meatball. No. Cocaine. Yeah, why are you doing Italian meatball? Mario's a manicotti roll. El legado del fantasma. Spicy meatball. No, but that, yeah, like you guys said, that was an incredible way to kick off the show. Uh, after this, we get a Tegan video package about Candace. Oh, Candace comes out wearing fairy wings. I don't know how of much course. of a heel choice that was, but she's, uh, the, she's the poison pixie. It takes all points, I guess. Uh, Marcy Stunt comes out uh, with Caden Carter, Casey Cadenzaro, correct? Marcy Stunt. That's Marcy Man, Stern. don't you disrespect her. She's good. You can't She's disrespect Ricochet's Candace woman like that. versus Casey. Candace wins after head stomp, holding the arms back. That was like her version of the curb stomp. Candace cuts promo about Tegan afterwards, wants to reconcile. Bretzky, I'll start with you this time. What did you think of this super quick match? Casey, I'll give her a prop. She's good, but she's still going to be called Marcy by me. Uh, <laughs> you're the, the disrespect. The disrespect. disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I've been huge on Casey Catanzaro for a while. Um, I think that she has all the talent in the world. She should. I think she should be, 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 be groomed to be one of the baby faces of that women's division because they need baby faces in the women's division. Um, sure. And she's great because she, you know, she's small even for you know women's wrestlers she's small you know but she's got like the fire you can make an easy top baby face out of that um yeah i mean even in quick quick shit she impresses it needed to be quick to continue the candace and tegan story but you know i'm fine with it apparently there's rumors that uh caden carter is going to be one of the members of retribution so i don't know how they're going to go about that but yeah i mean i would I would love. I I think the world of Casey Catanzaro. I think this is fun. I I'm really enjoying Candice's character work with all this. So I'm um, I'm interested to see where it goes. And if it goes to Candice Tegan, I'm absolutely fine with that. Well, I'm pretty sure Cesar. You can you can smell, you can smell that fuck shit from a mile away. What? Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Is Candice doing here? Saying she wants to reconcile. What 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 do you think about this segment? She just set that bitch up to kick her ass. We all know that. You can't trust no no bitch with white shit all up in her hair that ain't skeet. You can't trust that hoe. Oh, man. We all know she's going to bite her for her dinner and then hit that bitch with the dirty dirty jock that's on the table and then slap her with a frying pan. 
and be like, no, your place trash, and then some, you know, fuck shit, you know? And then Johnny's going to sit there and laugh coming downstairs thinking he's getting a threesome. Any thoughts on Casey or Caden? Oh, Casey, all right, she showed me something. Uh, she showed me something Super Tuesday. I ain't never really getting bitch no credit, but she showed up Tuesday. I ain't mad at it. Well, after I kinda, this, oh, real quick, I kind of hope that if they're continuing with a the theme of, like, dick kicks with the Organos, <laughs> I hope that uh, Candace goes to kick Tegan down low, and then she, like, hey, nothing happens. Tegan's like, I don't fucking have balls. What are you doing? <laughs> Her foot gets stuck. It's like, oh, my, she's like, like hobbling on one foot. Like, oh, my God, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> After this, Rhea Ripley wants Mercedes Martinez in a steel cage. These two <sighs> behemoth women in a steel cage, that's going to be incredible. She issues the challenge just in this promo. After this, Bronson Reed with new music and a new Tron. Very impressive. They are putting a lot behind this young man, taking on Timothy Thatcher of Thatch at Thatch Can Style. Bronson mm-hmm. dominated until Austin Theory, the pedo, attacks him. <laughs> Thatcher then locks in a submission for the win. Cesar, what did you think of the thick boy? The resident thick boy versus old uh, gravel mouth. Ah uh, man, thick boy came to play on Super Tuesday as he's been lately. He keeps improving every week. Not even improving, he just keeps showing out every week, man. This dude just like uh he's on a tear right now, having great matches with just about everybody. Like it, it's hard to have like it's hard to say in the past couple months you've seen a bad Bronson rematch. So I'm mad at Thicky. And then yeah, Thatch brought his fuck shit, and then uh yeah, old pedo. Had to come out, you know, and, and whoop him like, you know, like he does them 12-year-old girls or whatever. So, Ooh. I mean, that's going to be a great feud. Uh, I think because Austin, Austin Theory goes all day, apparently, you know. Uh, so, I, I'm uh, definitely impressed with Thick Boy. And uh, so, I think this should be a great feud for two young guys trying to make a name for themselves in, uh, in NXT. Well, we already knew that Bretzky had a brain boner because Timothy Thatcher was out there, but – Bretsky, what do you think of Austin Theory stealing Jake's gimmick? <laughs> he he stole it, and then Jake snagged the uh, the the necrophiliac before someone else could. Um, nice. Yeah, I love it. I mean, Theory versus Reed is going to be great. Um, and I think Theory Theory got called up way too soon. I know it was to fill a role, but he he hasn't. I mean, if they've been making a big deal about him in NXT. He needs to be in NXT for the next two years, I think. Um, or something like that. I would love to see, though, Thatcher take on kind of a Seth Rollins role. And, like, Theory maybe can be like, yeah, Seth Rollins, look, I tried being his disciple and all that didn't work out. I tried being with Zelina, didn't work out. And then Thatcher's like, I can teach you. Thatcher's Thatch can. And Theory becomes the first denture. He's the first in a long line of dentures. I think Thatcher needs that. I think Thatcher can use that to maybe even win the North American title. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. And I, 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 yeah, I love Thatcher. So yeah, I, I'm all of all in for this all in. Well, it is very interesting. The seeds they are planting here. Uh, after this, we get Mercedes Martinez accepting Rhea's challenge. We get on next super Tuesday, Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez and a steel fucking Cage, that is going to be incredible. Thoughts, fellas. Cesar, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen when Mercedes Martinez and Rhea Ripley 
enter a steel cage. I mean, they could steal a show. I mean, we know we got Finn and Cole, but, you know, you put two great wrestlers who are ready to go at it and, like, get physical and really hit. I mean, they could steal the show just as well without a title on the line. So, these bitches going to come to hurt somebody next week. Call it right now. Who is it? Who's winning? It's going to be Mercedes, definitely. Mercedes, Bretzky, your thoughts on the steel cage match for next Super Tuesday. I'm boned up for this match. This is going to be – This is people are going to be like, oh, it's going to be good, but it's going to – I think it will outdo Cole versus Finn. I'm making that bold statement, as good as Cole versus Finn's going to be. Um, I This is going to be phenomenal. I was so happy. I was, like, really excited when Rhea made the challenge. And yeah. then when, when Mercedes accepted, I was like, holy shit, like, this is going to be a great fucking show on Tuesday. Um, I will say, I think that Raquel Gonzalez gets involved. I think that somehow, like maybe she comes in, rips the door off, something like that to make her into more of a monster so that it's then more, because she doesn't have to win this feud or this three-way feud or whatever, but they have to set her up as being a legitimate singles threat and actual monster for when she eventually turns on Dakota. Like Mm. if she just turns on Dakota now, it's like, all right, fucking who are you? You just kind of make helped her cheat like what what do you have what have you ever done on your own so i i think that she'll get involved somewhat i think that they're gonna have mercedes go over but i'm really excited for this match it's gonna be a great nxt next week i thought for sure you were gonna say the robert stone brand was gonna get involved somehow well i mean of course they're gonna get involved it's gonna be something stupid like a ringside yeah It'll be at ringside, then, like, I'll, I'll, here, here's my prediction for Robert Stone. Robert Stone's going to be in the ring trying to get Mercedes, you know, all pumped up. Ref's going to be like, get out of the ring, get out of the ring. She's going to get out of the ring, but his foot's going to get caught in the steel cage when it gets lowered or something like that. I was just going to say that Robert Stone's in the ring, like, pointing in Rhea's face, like, you had your opportunity, you had your chance, and a fucking tank is going to fall from the (laughs) ceiling and land on Robert Stone and, like, run over him and then take (laughs) off, and Robert Stone's going to be screaming in the middle of the ring. It's going to be incredible. I cannot wait for this upcoming Super Tuesday. After this, it starts, gentlemen. The main event Ironman four-way match for the, NX, the vacant NXT championship, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole versus Finn Balor versus Tommaso Ciampa. Strap in, boys. I got page and a half. An hour's worth. We're gonna, I'm going to micro-machines this, that micro-machine guy. No, I'm going to try my best to get through this. Okay. <clears throat> Hurry up. What the fuck? <laughs> During beginnings, everyone gets their exchanging upper hands. Tommaso Ciampa running knees to them against barricades. Johnny mocking everyone. I love how he, he just shits talk. Uh, his shit talking in the ring is incredible. Ciampa and Cole. Similar trunks, Champa black, yellow, green, Cole, green, and yellow. Uh, Cole chipped Johnny's tooth, I guess, during the beginning, because Johnny's like grabbed his mouth and goes, hey, chip my tooth, you chip my tooth. Uh, superplex powerbomb combo, always great to see with Tommaso, Finn, and Cole. Then Gargano bruises Tommaso Champa's grapefruits on the ring post. Finn hits 1916 on Gargano. But it wasn't. It was like an like underarm it wasn't the 1960, but he called yeah, it. Was 1960. The, the inverted. The inverted. Yeah. We had 39 minutes left. No pinfalls yet. During commercial break, picture in picture, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny both have their submissions locked on to Finn and Cole. I thought that was pretty sweet. 
Uh, Finn and Cole do the two sweet. Uh, Finn then throws Cole out of the ring, wrecks everyone on the outside of the ring. Coup de gras to Cole, pinfall win. Finn gets the first point. This was every NXT's fan's dream seeing this match. I was just, I loved it. Every second of it, I was like, I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa hit the draping DDT and Fairytale ending to Finn. Johnny Gargano throws Tommaso Ciampa out, steals pinfall point. It is now tied one-to-one, Gargano and Finn. Cole hits Panama Sunrise to Johnny. Pinfall point for Adam Cole, baby. Three-way tie, Johnny, Cole, and Finn. Tommaso Ciampa hits double draping DDT to Johnny and Cole. Pinfall point off of pinning Cole. Four-way tie now. Everybody has a point. This was during the commercial. This was in a fantastic sequence. Shame it was picture in picture because I was like, what's happening? So I, I was riding as fast as possible. Ciampa double running knee strikes to a cornered Finn. Cole attacking Tommaso Ciampa's leg, getting him into figure four. Finn then double stomps Cole and applies his own figure four to Tommaso Ciampa. Cole breaks that up, reapplies the fucking figure four to Tommaso Ciampa. Gargano flips them both over and applies the Gargano escape as reverse figure four is on Adam Cole. Finn breaks it all up. We are back for commercial. Finn then applies a single crab to uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Rope break? I put in a uh, question mark because I sent you guys a video of that. Fuck shit, the yeah. ref is, is uh, nincompoop. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa then tornado DDT to Finn on the outside. Finn out cold. Gargano and Cole tangle back in the ring. Gargano applies the Gargano escape. Morrow would have loved calling this. I had that on there. Ciampa breaks it up. Ciampa slingshots Gargano under the ring like he did the previous week to uh, uh, Bingo Jacket. For booty. Jake Atlas, yeah, uh, Tommaso yeah. Ciampa air raid siren to Johnny off a second rope. Finn coup de gras to Tommaso Ciampa pinfall point. Last shot to Finn. Cole pinfall point. Ref super fast counting. Uh, that ends up in Adam Cole and Finn Balor in a tie. Regal comes out Vince McMahon style a la Royal Rumble. Uh, everyone's all hyped up. Uh, he says, next Tuesday, Cole and Finn, it'll be sudden death for the NFT title. Super Tuesday. He kind of sounds Asian. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't know why he sounds Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of notes. Um, Bretsky, what you think, man? The main event of NXT, the Iron Man match. What are your thoughts? Man, I just say first off, uh, um, I am so thankful for you, Mangria, because we didn't know we had to. We we're gonna be breaking down everything, and the fact that you have a page and a half of notes and I have zero pages of notes is a godsend for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, you covered all like the 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 action. I love this. I mean, other than the fuck shit with the sometimes it's a rope break, sometimes it's not. It was really. I mean, like, what more can you say? Like, it was so much fun. Like, it's a fatal four way with like NXT's top four guys, maybe of all time. Like, this was it was phenomenal. I loved the ending and how it's gonna lead to to Cole versus Finn because I feel like you couldn't really have a definitive loss because a definitive loss in the fatal four, because then it just sets up so much like, you know, you didn't pin me any times and you still won like all that. So I'm really happy to see that we're going to get Cole versus um, Cole versus Finn. I do think Finn should win. Um, I think that this should, I think that this match should be Cole's swan song where he's like, you know, fuck this. I, I fuck all that. I'm going to go destroy the main roster. Maybe he's leading retribution. I don't know, but 
Yeah, I mean, this was like the ultimate NXT bonerific match. Like, what more can you say? Like, it, it was NXT. Controversial statements these are by um, Bretsky saying that Cole could be possible leader of Retribution. What are your thoughts on the Iron Man main events of NXT? Uh, I agree with almost everything Bretsky said. I actually don't like it was a tie. Because if you look at the, I mean, if you re-listen to the notes, the two guys who did get pinned the most are the ones fighting for the championship. So technically, the other two guys were like, what? I only got pinned once. How come I'm not fighting for the championship? Cole got pinned twice. Finn got pinned twice. Um, I don't like that it's a tie. I thought it should be a winner. But um, I get it. You're still kind of filling time. Uh, maybe Adam Cole's trying to get, you know, like he said, that one more match, one-on-one match to go up to the main roster. So I get that storyline-wise. But, I mean, it, we were all hyped for a definitive winner or maybe even more pinfalls than just two each or so. But, I mean, it was still a great match. Don't get me wrong. That match was awesome. Um, I loved every minute of it. Um, but, yeah, the road break fuck shit. And I think the – I did not like the tie kind of thing. Um, if anything, you're going to have sudden death. You should have it right then and there. That's how every other Iron Man match has gone where it's a sudden death. It happens right there. You finish the match. Um, but, yeah, other than that, yeah, great match. Who didn't want to see that match? We all talked. We were all hyped all week, and I thought it was great. There's a certain line that Cesar uses a lot whenever they have incredibly great matches advertised for a regular show on TV, giving away free money. Free money. Free money. Watching this match, I was like a fat kid who got to – he got his cake and he got to eat it too. I was just so enthralled with this match. Like I said, on the edge of my seat, I really had zero thoughts about the tie. I was just like – it was like uh, it was like great sex. You were just like, oh, god damn, that was great. And they said, you know what? Next Tuesday, we're gonna do it again. I'm like, yes. So I was just uh, incredibly. I'm, I'm a huge fan of this match. Huge fan of NXT. I cannot wait for next Tuesday. I, I loved it. NXT, of course, we all always think NXT is the best show every week. This week, without a doubt, was the best show in the. NXT versus AEW, in my opinion. I like what uh, Sam yeah, said yeah. also. Um, Sam is posting his rants kind of as we speak, um, and <laughs> one of them was asking him about the, the, the finish to this match, and he said, I think he said it best, because he's like, listen, like, it was a fucking great hour of wrestling. That's really all it was. It was an hour of phenomenal in-ring competition, both mental and physical. I mean, yeah, I mean... It, Obviously, there's shit you can nitpick because every, everything you can nitpick, you can nitpick anything, but it was just, it was, it was just great. It was just great. Great way to end Wednesday night's NXT. Now, moving on to Tuesday. Tuesdays. Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite. <laughs> I mean, Dynamite. Uh, Excalibur returns. Nobody cares. Santana and Ortiz <laughs> versus the best friends kick off the night. The best friends attack them during entrance. Wild start to this match. Just mayhem on the outside. Chuck sets up many chairs into a weird, like, temple hut, but ultimately gets tossed onto it off a stage from Santana. They finally get back into the ring. The match starts. Uh, Trent going it alone at first. Chucky does eventually get into it. Santana flings Trent onto stairs, set up on outside. 
Trent pinned Ortiz, ref counted to three. Then Santana placed Ortiz's hand on the rope, and the ref's like, oh, okay, never mind. So uh, that was poorly timed. Santana strikes Trent in the back with nightstick. Santana and Ortiz hit the street sweeper pin for the win. Cesar, the kickoff match to Dynamite. What are your thoughts? Uh, great kickoff match, Dynamite. Great kickoff match. Uh, my alt pick for music is the Best Friends theme. Oh, yeah. Um, great song. Great song. Fits those guys perfect. Yeah, motherfucker set up nine chairs on the outside, but the way he set them up was great because he, he put the bottom of the chairs in and then put, like, a chair flat. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's a great way to set that up because that fall – won't hurt as bad because the chair's in the middle giving you no support until you fall down. You just hit him. But, like, that middle chair, well, I was like, oh, it's all right. Um, but, yeah, no, man, these guys are all can go. I mean, Santana Ortiz needed a win. And, however, I mean, it's great that you get a win over the number two tag team in the division. Yeah, they're heels, so they got a little fuck shit. You know, got the uh, the, the night. I thought he's, I thought he was going to have that fucking sock or something. Crack him with it. But he had the nightstick. I ain't mad at that. Um, uh, the, and then uh, later they beef again so this feud is still not really settled but it's still ongoing um, all four of these guys can go it was a great match they all sold it well sold it perfect uh, yeah the ref fucked up a little bit but hey what are you going to do always perfect uh, but yeah great opener match well Bretsky are you sad that we didn't get to see a, a comedic skit with Santana Ortiz apologizing to Sue for wrecking her van <laughs> No, because because as funny as Santana and Ortiz are, they need serious shit as well. Like, the best tag teams could manage the – like, Edge and Christian, they were able to kind of switch on and off, even in the same night of being funny and then being serious. So I think they – I think that apologizing would just kind of in a weird move. Um, the one gripe – I agree with everything Cesar said. The one gripe I have with this, really, is that it didn't – it wasn't on, like, the kickoff show – for, for tomorrow, all, yeah. For all out, all out, right? Yeah, not all in. Yeah. It's all out. It should have been an all out match. Because, because I mean, they promoted it a couple of weeks ago, and they didn't, and it didn't happen, and it's been an ongoing feud. I think that this should have absolutely been on the kickoff show for all out, but because because you can continue a feud off of it, but you know what? Whatever. It was still a great opening match. Um, just wish it was. Just wish it was tomorrow. That. Uh... That little temple of chairs they set up, it it looked okay. It was a little corny how many chairs they used, but I mean, you know, it probably hurt like a motherfucker when that dude landed, and he did. Yeah. Sell, he sold the shit out of it too because he didn't get oh, sold yeah. the match for a while. He just, like stayed asleep for like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> After this, MJF is cutting a backstage promo about lawyer facing Mox. The lawyer locked himself in the locker room. Wardlow kicks down the fucking door. MJF yell, yells at him. They bleeped out. Goddamn. Uh, what did you guys think of this funny little uh, uh, segment they had with the lawyer, Bretsky? What are your thoughts on the I ongoing story? I love it. This is the kind of just stupid fuck shit I like. Um, where it's just like, all right, have the lawyer fight me. Because like, that also, it, it fits Mox's character as well. Just to kind of be like, all right, if you fuck you, I'll, I'll fight your lawyer. Like, like it, it fits the character. It was really funny. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much it. Like, it was really funny. I just like, I like how you can't say God, but you can say shit. 
Um, even yeah, unless you're a fan, unless unless you're a fan, of course, then fan, yeah. then yeah. then you can then you can't say bad words because that'll get us in trouble with the network. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it was funny. Um, yeah, that's really it. I, I I'm here for it. Well, Cesar, what'd you think about this funny segment? I mean, MJF can do no wrong. We all know this. He's been on fire lately. Uh, yeah. Do you Go guys MJF. remember if if Nina was in this scene? She was. She was in the background. Yes. She wasn't smiling. Was she smiling? No, she was not. She wasn't smiling? No, oh, bitch wasn't smiling. I, I took yeah. the notice. Damn. Shocking. Well, after this, <laughs> SCU and Private Party SCU. versus Jurassic SCU. Express and the Young Bucks, the winners will face each other at All Out. Uh, nothing Shit. like Pyro on a 95-degree <laughs> night, JR says. That was a good line. Marco Cunt just had to fucking be there. Uh, um, Matt Jackson. But he didn't do anything. But, but you're looking at him. It's looking so, at him. Someone yeah, I just should did. have thrown him into a barricade or something. That would have been uh, awesome. Like, Matt, he's, he's just tall enough to be over Hornswoggle, but, like, yeah. I like Hornswoggle. I don't <laughs> like Marco Stunt. Nobody likes Marco Stunt. Matt I don't even Jackson think Marco Stunt likes Marco Stunt. Tears up a fan sign that said, Hangman, drink my beer. And then pours beer over the fan's head. I was more upset over the wasted beer than what with the fucking the fan. I didn't that that guy probably doesn't make as much money as you and you just wasted his twelve dollar beer in a stadium. Fucking cardinal sin there, Matt Jackson. Probably a plant. It was probably a plant. I I heard from a local source. Non drinking people just wasting good beer. I I heard from a from a reliable source inside the (laughs) arena that that was a plant, okay? So it's uh, still a twelve dollar beer that he wasted. A channel ninety nine exclusive. (laughs) Uh, excellent tag action, of course, during this match. A buck accidentally hits Jungle Boy. Uh, the BTE trigger pin for the win. Bucks versus Jurassic Express at All Out. The Bucks looked bothered, though. Uh, Cesar, no, you All know business. What? what did you think of this? It was a pretty fucking fantastic match. Do you have any highlights? Uh, I was disgusted uh, after I saw Marco, so I was like, fuck these notes. Uh, I can't, which, the private party guy who's bald, not the one who's got the yellow shit in his hair. I can never remember their names. It's not Mark um, Quinn, right? Can, uh, Cassidy. I say Cassidy. Cassidy. Yep. Yeah, he, Cassidy let the bitch out when uh, Jungle Boy gave him that slam. He always lets the bitch out. He always has the high pitch oh. during one point in the match. Um, that always pops me. The, I'm sorry. Those guys' private party like impress me almost every week they're out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I see why they got up, but then, you know, they fell off to trying to give new teams, I guess, rotations. It's yeah, we all thought it was a uh, best friend's turn. But those dudes private party, man, they're so they're good. Christopher Daniels still fucking <laughs> still fucking wrestling at a high level, man. I don't get it. Like him and dudes like AJ, I don't get it. I remember watching these guys back in the day on fucking TNA fighting for the X Division Championship, and they're fucking still out here on a high level getting it. I will never understand that. These guys are fucking made of adamantium or something. Oh, Bretsky. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. You were, you were no, no, that, it was just it was just a great match. But yeah, yeah, that's the one. Besides everything you said, that's the only other highlight that uh, sticks out in my mind. <laughs> Bretsky, were you impressed with Frankie Kazarian's performance? That dude, he's looking in great shape. He's got his hair back. Frankie Kazarian, he is back. He's jacked. I, I mean, yeah, this was great. I don't. I didn't really give a fuck about the stipulation. 
Um, I think it was just a cheap way to get the Bucks on the card, if you ask me. Yeah, but, pretty much. I mean, they're, they're, they're Cody Light, so, you know, you got to get the elite <laughs> yeah. on the card. At least they haven't won a championship yet. So, you know what, props to that. But well, but Cody didn't win his till this year, so. Yes, but. They got, they got three months left. They did have – they had an opportunity. They had an opportunity. Yeah, they yeah. lost. Um, I really don't – the stipulation didn't really do anything for me. I don't care. I think it just I think it's just a way to get the bucks on the card and to to follow to keep going with their heel shit like how they kind of heels now. Um, yeah, I mean I mean obviously it was a fantastic match because of course it's going to be a fantastic match. But yeah, Frankie Zarian looking great. Um, SCU looked great. Christopher Daniels, we Cesar said it. Everyone says it all the time. How the fuck is he still alive? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean great match. Don't give a fuck about the stipulation. I just had a thought. Yeah. Um, since best friends lost to an unranked team, you know AEW with their fucking rankings. Uh, if the three and four tag teams, which are the Bucks and Jurassic Express, are fighting Sunday, best friends lost the day before, and if FTR beat Hangman and Page, would that propel the Bucks to number two if they win Sunday, and then thus setting them up with this? Because these two still haven't like found a way to fight yet at all so would it perfectly set up ftr if if they win if you're picking ftr sunday ftr versus bucks no because they because they don't give because they don't do the rankings even though they do them so they would definitely be more of a story way of doing it i think that that would help with the rankings i think it would be a facet but i think it would be more of hey you know like if, if ftr wins they'd be like hey you know because I'm, I would, I would assume that we'll get to it later. I would assume that there's going to be a hangman turn or a Kenny turn or something. But um, it'd be like, hey, you know, you, you know, like basically against hangman. So I think that'll be the story going into it. But, but yeah, I, they, it, the, the ratings fucking suck. They, they were cool in the beginning. They fucking suck. Cody Light, worst beer ever. <laughs> um, a, 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 a free temporary neck tattoo included. <laughs> <laughs> with every case, with every sick, with every sick pack. Smash yeah. after this. We, they make sure you get drunk enough to where you actually think it's a good idea. Yeah, to put it on. Yeah. Orange Cassidy hanging out backstage. Jake Hagar tells him that Jericho wants him ringside for his match. Wait, did you see the sign on Orange Cassidy's uh, locker room? It was just as lazy as he is. It's literally an orange circle. So it's not even like an orange. Or it doesn't say Orange Cassidy. It was a picture of an orange fucking circle. And, like, that's yeah. when Jake walked through the door. I was like, I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, the attention to detail I thought was funny. But I was like, it's just as lazy as this son of a bitch. It's just a fucking. Putting his leg, putting his leg on Hagar like a fucking. Yeah, like, moving it. <laughs> like a fucking annoying teenager. Oh, man. After this, we get a Tolly, an FTR pep talk. That's all the notes I took on that. Uh, then with, we get with those bomber jackets that they didn't wear out to the ring, so I, I don't get that at all. They're on they awshop.com. No, I don't yeah, know. They probably are. <laughs> Kenny Omega interviewed in ring by Tony Skiavone. Uh, hangman thrown out of the elite. Omega says he has to live with that for the rest of his life. Right. Tolly and FTR come out with the cooler. Cheers to their match. Omega turns them down with the what do you call it? Chocolate. Chalk. Chalk? No, no, it's chalk. 2% uh, chalk? No, greatly pasteurized 2% chalk. Chalk. 
Yeah. Um, Omega turns them down, calls them dickheads, which they tried to censor, but unsuccessfully. Uh, bring on the ambush. I can smell Tully's the pins from here. Uh, the ambush happens. Hangman comes out. Dax and Cash both say shit. Uh, they yeah. throw tag belts at Hangman's feet. Uh, Hangman picks up the belts. Was going to hand Omega his. Omega walks out on him. Bretzky, what do you think of this uh, 2% chalk segment? <laughs> Listen, I... It was it was inevitable, really, um, with the whole kicking out of the elite. But yeah, I just I love how how they incorporate Kenny not drinking. Um, it's it's really funny every time. Like even like the milk and the uh, him cheering him him and Hangman always having like milk along with them. Him always carrying the jug of milk. It's really funny. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's really intriguing. They're really building up the intrigue. I still don't like how they kind of expect you to watch being the elite um on youtube because i know i've heard that they do shit on there you know whether it's like hank can you bring back the cleaner all that stuff but yeah i mean listen if there's one thing that, they, that all elite wrestling knows how to do very very well it's to generate some sort of some form of intrigue and i am intrigued cesar your thoughts on the chalk uh i don't really care for the chalk i mean never mind chopping with intrigue I would have drank the chop. I'm surprised Bretsky doesn't hold up a bottle of chop right now and be like, hey, fellas, cheers. I got I to gotta make it. I, I don't, I'm too lazy to make it. I got the, <laughs> chocolate, I got the chocolate syrup. Yeah. I got the Hershey chocolate syrup and the gallon He's got of the milk Nestle's in the fridge. Quick. He's got the Nestle's yeah. Quick. You got to mix it up, up, man. You got to mix it up. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I, you kind of see it coming, but I don't know. I, I feel like you say that. I feel like we've said that every pay-per-view, yeah. and these fuckers haven't done it yet. I don't really see a reason for them to do it now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, who knows? Who actually knows? Um, you know, we always say that fuck shit where, oh, this guy went over on the go home show, so he's going to lose at the pay-per-view. Um, every single time, it looks like Kenny and Hangman are not on the same page. And every single time, like Kenny says, they keep winning. So and who knows, man? It's up in the air. Um, but they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. Um, I'm still yeah, excited to see the match because all four guys can actually go. So I hope the FTR AEW uh, twin pack action figures comes with a little <laughs> white cooler oh, as, yeah, their, yeah, as their yeah. fucking prop. Yeah. It'll be Dax and Cash with a little white cooler in it. It'll be fucking fun. So the, the question is, though, since they're a tag team, like one team, <laughs> but they both said shit, is that two shits or one shit? It's one. AW usually says shit once. They're one entity. It's one entity. One, okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Do you it's think their, that it, it's in their contract, Cesar? No, I didn't know. I didn't read it. FDR is going to bring out their fi- action figures like Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. Like Lil Dax Dax. Oh, God. They used like, a little no, the, tiny the plastic figures, cooler as a, a weapon. Yeah, the action figure will have the cooler with them, and then that person will also be carrying the cooler. The other guy will be carrying the action figures. <laughs> she she posted a weird picture on Instagram recently of like the, her action figure just sitting in her cleavage. It was really weird. She's getting really weird with it. Might as well. Hey, if you think that's weird, you should see what Jake does with his pops. Oh, I've Christ. seen it firsthand. I've seen I'm it firsthand. <laughs> Listen, my, my question on the pod was is based on personal experiences. <laughs> no. 
Understandable. After this, Jericho was interviewed by Marvez. He talks about Orange Cassidy Fuck and Joey, Marvez. Joey Janela. Yeah. Uh, Marvez then, has not kissed a woman either. Yeah, Joey Janela versus Chris Jericho. We could all see it, fellas. The writing on the wall. Joey Janela was about to be murdered. Uh, the crowd. You see seen, his record. The you crowd. See his twenty twenty record. Joey Janela. Ten. Yeah, it was nine and ten. Really, been a whole lot of dark matches we've never seen. Yeah, <laughs> his singles record is nine and ten. It said wow. seven and two in tag matches with Sunny Kiss. Overall record, a double singles record, nine and ten. But yet this is an up and comer in your company, and this motherfucker ain't even fifty percent winning. We got a two in losing to, record to dark to to check that out. But Chris Jericho okay. comes out, and the crowd sings along with the theme. I must admit, I missed that. Uh, Jericho versus Joey Janela. Orange Cassidy comes out, sits by ringside. Jericho wearing the Orange Cassidy shirt. Um, they were talking. Tony Schiavone, you know how he promotes the secret hashtag before the commercial <laughs> break every time. Well, JR drops that Clint Eastwood movie line, I gots to know the no. secret hashtag. Did you catch that? I yeah. heard it from the kitchen. I started busting up laughing. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, oh, I forgot to mention the, the shit that popped me during the eight-man tag was they were talking about how the ref is in the Young Bucks pocket. And JR's like, Caliber wasn't here last week, Simone. Like, <laughs> you know what Jericho said. He's like, Scott was like, yeah, I was watching. I heard what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho oh, hits awful. the mother of all code breakers to Joey Janela. Jericho wins, of course, beats the shit out of Joey Janela, rubs Janela's bloody face on his shirt, showing the blood on Orange Cassidy, the shirt. Uh, Orange Cassidy says, that's it, rushes Jericho. Hagar and Jericho double team him. Sonny Kiss out for the save. Orange Cassidy then gets his backpack, takes out the bubble, pours it out, and gives the thumbs down. Cesar, what did you think about this quick squash followed by the Orange Cassidy again wasting of alcohol? What the fuck, AEW? Shit. Uh, Ruined the, only, my night. The, only, the only part I remember about this match is Joey Janela getting like the blood and getting beat up at the end. Otherwise, I actually was when I told you guys I was watching Above Down Down because I knew this match was going to be shit and I didn't watch it. I was watching them play Uno and and fucking laughing and cackling. And then I said, oh, shit, wait, Joey Janela's got blood. So I rewound that part. And then uh, I saw the open turnbuckle. And then I watched from there. So I I'm guessing Jericho just beat him up. I saw his record. And then I was just like, yeah, this ain't happening. And I, <laughs> upset, <laughs> I upset. Bretsky, did you see when Jericho uh, hit Joey Janela's head on the turnbuckle and Joey Janela hit the floor? Did you see Joey Janela unwrapping something? Yep. He was like getting yep. the fucking blade out and the camera like quickly cut away to Jericho. What did you think about this uh, quick quick segment? That happens a decent amount too. Yeah. Where it just kind of goes like, oh, 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 oh don't, no, look that way, look that way. It's, oh, it's, did you see the camera it. get hit in the Iron Man match? Yeah. Does anybody remember that? Yep. Like Finn Balor, I think it was when Finn Balor did the dive. Oh, the Iron he hit Man the cameraman. Match. Yeah, the Iron Man match. Like, as you saw the other camera guy, like, just zoom over way too far, and you see a camera going, yep. and he was like, whoop. I was like, no, you're fired. <laughs> and I was like, good luck, buddy. Call Tony, because you just got fired on live TV. <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't, it was a story-building match. Um, Sunny Kiss still confuses me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's 
I'm not I'm not surprised there was blood. It's AEW and it's Joey Janela. Like I'm not surprised. So you know, I just like that it was a callback. I like that they're focusing on like Orange Cassidy bleeding. I like that they keep on focusing that. Um, yeah, I mean the match should be the match should be good. You know, <laughs> that's really it. That's all this was. Well, we move on from Bretsky's confused sunny kiss boner to no. Sammy. <laughs> That's Sammy. an Andy. That's an Andy boner right there. That's an Andy boner. <laughs> I would not, no, Sunny Kiss confuses me in the way that I'm like, do I look? That's what the Sunny Kiss like. Am I supposed to look at that? Well, after this, what we get a win? Sammy and Hardy video recap showing us all the fucking violence that's happened between them. And then he comes on out with his commercial break signs. So I had to do my due diligence and write as fast as I fucking could. This is what the sign said. Last week, you witnessed the destruction of a legend, the dismantling of an icon, the breaking of Matt Hardy. The master of the table match is no more at All Out. Not only will you lose, you will be deleted, gone from AEW and forgotten. Long live the career of the Spanish God. Matt Hardy, they keep cutting the Matt Hardy looking at him from up above on the scaffolding or something. They just, it's weird that they kept cutting to him. I, we get it. He's up there. Just relax. But eventually, Sammy does see him. Matt Hardy uh, has his own signs. And Sammy's like, what? What? And then Matt Hardy says, at all out, you will be broken. Nice. Yeah, that was that segment. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Matt Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> Chris, Chris Zank, Chris Zank, uh, he, he, he approves, he approves of Matt Hardy being called a legend. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I love, uh, I, I always love the signs. I'll never forget the one we called out Victoria Justice's sister. Um, nice. that one was like probably the best one, but yeah, he's great. I love Sammy. Um, well, shit, his yeah, shirt says it, his shirt, you know, Sammy's shirt, up. he has the sign that hit says hit me up. Yep. yep. <laughs> Yep, they hit me up Mobile. They hit me up Mobile. It was the me best. Mobile, yeah. Love it. <laughs> it was the best. That was good times. Yeah, those are good times until he got called out for making jokes about rape. But before rapist. then. Rapist. <laughs> it must be uh, nice. Potential rapist. Because actually, you did not rape her. You were right. Potential rapist. Yes. You know, it must be fantastic to be able to cut your promos with signs during a commercial break when yeah, all the really other talent in the back. They have to, to work like, on their promo classes. Yeah. But Sammy, he just comes out with fucking signs going. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you make, you make, it, it's absolutely genius. You make, oh, hell yeah. Jake, you make Jake talk with his list, but not Sammy. Sammy has some, like, chick in the back with great handwriting. Write his promos for him. He's just like, just this order, right? Or, got you, fam. Sammy is it's the man. so smart. It's so yeah. smart. And it makes an impression. Like, you're always going to remember – during the commercial break, Breaks. Sammy Guevara yep. is going to show up with his with his signs. You want to see what the signs say? Yep. And every time I see him, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's working. It's working. All the props in the world. That's I don't know if it was him who came up with it or if it was Tony Khan or something like that. But great, it, it's it's great. It's really great way. It's really innovative. You know, it was Jericho. He has all the good ideas. Pretty much. Yeah. Except for <laughs> this this mimosa match. Mimosa mayhem. I'm interested. I mean, I don't know if it'll be good, we'll, but we'll I'm get interested. There. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll go there. It can't be good. It's a after this, <laughs> after this, we get a massive clusterfuck. Jake the Snake and Murderhawk come out. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. They cut a promo, 
about the Casino Battle Royal than wait, Eddie. Wait, you're forgetting. There's there's three people in the ring before they came out. Oh, Gretzky's been deleted. <laughs> no, I I had um my my roommate came in shirtless, so I just had to turn the camera off for a second. Well, Taz, Ricky, Cage come out, talk trash about Murder Hawk. Jake, th- oh, I skipped. Yeah, yeah, I told you. Sorry about that, Caesar. Taz and them came out first, then Jake the Snake came out. Yeah, Jake the Snake, uh, half chub, comes out with Murder Hawk. Uh, Eddie Kingston then <laughs> comes out, cutting promo <laughs> with the Lucha Bros. Uh, Butcher and the Blade. And the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. John Spears and Tully are lurking around in the background. Chaos ensues. Billy Gunn out of nowhere, the Ass Man comes out, attacks, and then Darby Allen comes out of nowhere, gets involved. Uh, Inner Circle come in. Everyone is fighting for nothing, really. They had a referee there just in the corner going, no, guys, no, one ref, no, guys. Yeah. All these guys are just beating the shit out of each other. It was very confusing. But, hey, I guess we got to see a lot of participants in the Casino Battle Royal. I already have my pick. You guys already know who it is. Uh, we get a special look at the Dark Order. Um, and then after that, Thunder Rosa makes her debut along with the debuting Serena Deeb former uh, women's trainer in WWE, yeah. also yeah. a member of the Straight Edge Society. She was bald. She got her hair mm-hmm. back. She's pretty damn fantastic in the Mae Young Classic. Now she's taking on Thunder Rosa, who has a good name, has a good theme, and she's a champion, a badass champion at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serena, she put up a hell of a fight, but Thunder Rosa wins with air raid-like maneuver. Uh, what did you guys think of this debut? I mean, both impressive ladies, Cesar. What was your first yeah, impression of Thunder Rosa? Unless I, you've seen her already. I haven't seen her. I she looked like from her highlights. I was like, all right, she can go. And um, I'm actually excited for this because uh, both of these women look like they can tear it down. But that match that they had on Wednesday was great. I watched it. I didn't skip over it uh, like the Joey Janelle Jericho match. I was like this. He I was like, you know, up, gonna he put up, up, down, down on pause. He goes, hold on a second. Who these? Yeah, bitches? I was like, I was like, yeah, I put the phone down. Watch the match. Um, you know, it's kind of obvious who's going to win going into it, but I was like, oh, no, let me watch this. Uh, should be good. And it was. It was a great match. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this women's match on uh, Saturday. And after Bretzky was done with his box of Kleenexes, he's called, he goes, okay, now I can focus on the action. What did you yeah, think, I, Bretzky? I, I rewound a little bit. Um, AEW <laughs> doesn't push women. That's all I have to say about that. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for uh, for tomorrow, but I feel like, uh, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but yeah, this is, I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later, but this is good. Um, it was a great way to introduce us to Serena Deeb or reintroduce us, um, and as well as Thunder Rosa. As I'd heard about Thunder Rosa. I never actually saw her, so that was, it was, and it was great. I mean, I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed the match for sure. It was good. I mean, Serena Deeb, great looking. Thunder Rosa, great looking. The the match tomorrow is going to be incredible. But moving on, uh, we get a Moxley vid promo. And then uh, we get the segment that we all were looking forward to. The tripod beer runs. We're looking forward to this. Uh, Big Swole says her and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will have a tooth and nail match mm-hmm. at Britt Baker's work. So, uh <laughs> Rebel then cleverly disguised as a pizza delivery woman delivers pizza, but Brett, Brett, but Dr. Britt Baker hits Swole with a crutch 
gets submission on Swole, and then rubs pizza in her face to disrespect. <laughs> wasting pizza, wasting alcohol, AEW has an endless budget on wasting food and beverage. But um, Bretsky, what'd you think of this pretty fucking entertaining setup to a tooth and nail match? The only th- I'll say this first. The only thing that's running more than the AW pizza and alcohol budget is Tony Khan's mouth. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I f- I'm fucking hyped for this. Are you kidding? This is gonna be great. I'm I'm happy Doctor Britt Baker DMD is going to be able to return to action. First of all, um, yeah, I mean, this is gonna be fucking. This could be the match of the night very very easily. This is gonna be fucking fun. I don't know if I should save this for our predictions or not, but I heard an uproar, uproar on Twitter. They made this a cinematic match, and it's supposed to be on the kickoff match. However, oh. due, to, due to the uproar, they moved it to the main card. Cesar, what are your thoughts on that, and what are your thoughts on the wasting of pizza? First of all, you don't put the good doctor on no kickoff show. You don't put the doctor on the kickoff show, okay? That's first of all. Goddamn Tony Khan. Fuck it up. Yep. Don't, don't let me drive down there and slap your dumb ass. With the two, PBC. Two, yeah, damn right. Two, you don't waste no pizza, okay? What, what are you wasting pizza for? Like, like, you got money, cool. Don't waste no fucking pizza. At least somebody eat a slice or something, give it away, half of it to a fan. Slap a bitch with the pizza box let her, or let it be old pizza. And it was stuffed crust, Cesar. It was stuffed crust. That pizza looked fresh as fuck. (laughs) Uh, Three, what we've all been waiting for since she got injured, the doctor's back wrestling. It's time to get some wins, get some title shots, take over this division like the good doctor should. I'm excited. This is going to be a sleeper match. Should be really, really good. Can't wait. And hey. And not wait. Dr. Britt Baker could be. DMG. A Dr. Bricker, Bricker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD could be AEW Women's Champion along with APPW Women's Champion. champion. Double champ, baby! (laughs) I digress, though. Uh, Up next, MJF and the lawyer come out to the ring. Mox comes out. Wait, wait, you're getting the promo package. I didn't write it down. What was it? Um, Dark Order versus the four fuckboys. Wasn't that the special look at the Dark Order? I mentioned that before Thunder Rosa. No, I don't think you mentioned it. No. Oh, I didn't take any notes on it anyway. Do you want to say anything about it? It's going to be a match. I like how Macadona said he doesn't even work there, but he's had a match, and now this is his second match. What's he wrestling for? Free? Motherfucker just wrestling for a contract? He wrestling for free? Cody gives him first access to the toys. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Autograph. 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 Yeah. So he can sell it on eBay. So Mark Sterling with his Eminem hairdo takes on John Moxley, the AEW champion. Pretty good comedy match, I got to say. Um, not much of a main event, but Mox wins with the paradigm shift. He can use it now, but he can't use it at all out. Uh, Wardlow attacks, of course. MJF comes out, tosses his walker aside, tears off his neck brace, and then begins attacking Mox. He uses that that fucking pinky ring, busts Mox open. MGF then bites his fucking forehead. Uh, Bloody mess. Bloody ending. 
to AEW's Dynamite. Bretzky, Cesar, your final thoughts. Did you like the closing segment of the Go Home Show? Loved, loved, loved it. I re- I um thoroughly enjoyed the match. I mean, yeah, as a comedy match goes, it was a pretty good comedy match, but I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed the end. I think that makes MJF, because MJF, obviously, the whole problem with heels is, like, how do you get them to click legitimate contenders? MJF looks like a legitimate contender. Like, that, he looked like a badass. And he's only 24. Shit. Yeah, he, he looked like a real badass kicking Mox, even though it was, you know, after he Mox was down, but it was kicking Mox's ass, going at him. And you know, with the blood, it, it, he, he looked great. Um, I am re- – I mean, I was already excited for this match. I am even more excited for this match now. I like how they switched on a dime from the comedy to the serious. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the ending. I really did enjoy the ending to this match – to this to the show even. Cesar was uh, vicious MJF believable to you? Yeah, fighting, believe, fighting. Believable, believable to me, but – as WWE has conditioned us, I was sad. I don't think he's winning that fucking title. Oh, wait! The 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 perfect ending for me to that show is yeah, he can bust Mox open, but Mox hitting him with the paradigm shift at the end of the show would be the perfect thing for me because then I know he's definitely winning the title because Mox got over and with the move that he can't do tomorrow. So why not like paradigm shift him like three times in the ring, get it all out then since he can't do it Saturday. Uh, but you know, that's just, you know, AEW is AEW, but I'm just preconditioned to be like the guy who goes over on Friday is yeah. not going to be the guy who goes over on Saturday. And that made me a little sad, but yeah, it was a great ending to a show. I mean, yeah, it definitely made MJF look more credible that he could beat Mox on Saturday and then made him made him look like crazy man and a bad man. Like you said, if you get in the way of his goals, he's going to fucking kill you. So I dug it. Well, fellas, we made it through NXT. We made it through AEW. But we have been specially requested. I don't know who asked. I don't know if it was one of you gentlemen, but it was a good idea if you did. Zanka was asked. If the tripod could redo any match of his choice, what would he pick? And he picked the infamous SummerSlam match between HBK, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, versus the immortal racist Hulk Hogan. Bretzky, you shall go first in this scenario, my friend. How would you rebook history? How would the great Bretzky 99 book Hogan versus Michaels? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's Bretzky like was I, three I, years I, old. No. Yeah, it's like I said in the chat, like our individual chat. Um, yeah. Booking this, rebooking this is really just rebooking Hogan's attitude. Because if the whole story goes, if the story is true, then it was supposed to be one match. It was supposed to be a series of three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's it's hard. This is a hard, especially for me, because I wasn't, I didn't watch it live. I wasn't like there in the moment. I it's kind of hard for me. I would probably. Well, I think what I would do is, I think you could, I think you could keep it 
it's kind of similar. Can you kind of keep it as is? I believe, did Hogan go over this match? Yeah. 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 Oh, of course. Um, so I think actually you yeah, he's wearing red and yellow, so yeah. <laughs> I think I think that if you change Hogan's attitude enough, I think you I think if you have if you have if you have Sean act the way he did, you keep all that the same, but you have him go over. And then you can then make you can then make his character or not his character, you can then get a, a really credible heel at that time to kind of like an up and coming heel. To kind of be like, listen, kind of take the Jim Cornette approach. Be like, listen, you're killing the business. Kind of like basically make him one of the early young bucks. Like, listen, you're killing the business. You're making a mockery of this business. You know, you shouldn't be flopping around like that. This is a serious, this is a serious atmosphere. And have that be a feud going down where like Shawn Michaels is like, listen, I'm just having fun. You know, wrestling's about having fun versus wrestling's about taking it seriously and being a sport. I think you could have that feud going with a top heel or an, an up and coming heel at the time. That's sort of the best I can really do. Um, because it's 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 a more it's a tougher one, but that's kind of the direction I would see it going. Interesting, Cesar. We were around for this time. Our eyes were glued to the screen. How did Big Carpe rebook history? Hogan versus HBK. Yeah. So the lead up to this was fucking perfect. Like it's sad to say, like it's like Bresky said, like it's supposed to be three matches, but the lead up to this felt more of a third blow off match, like. Like, you know, the break time at whatever, the rubber match, I mean. Um, but if you were starting a feud from this, it would be hard because you would have to, like, keep this feud going around for, like, almost three pay-per-views because this match was, like, a great pay-per-view match. Um, I would keep, yeah, I would keep Michaels the same. I would also keep Michaels winning first instead of Hogan. I would have Michaels go over. And, yeah, just more. The only thing I would tweak is not like he's killing the business, but the way he just downgraded Hogan and keep that going versus be like, yeah, I told you old ass. I told you, you tried to come back. Your old ass thinks you can run shit. You don't run shit no more, <laughs> brother. Like he, cause he kept doing that brother bit in the fake Larry King interview. He was just yeah. like, oh, brother, brother, oh, brother, yeah, brother. Super fake Larry King. <laughs> He's like, I told you brother, I would do it, brother. <laughs> like, he, he, oh, I would just, brother. Yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, I would just keep him doing that. Like even like the next week on Raw or whatever. I would keep him like I told you, old ass brother. You won't ready for this, brother. Like you're the last. You're you're an old man. You're dying out. All right, I'm running shit now, and which would lead to yeah, like Hogan trying to do it for the fans, which would get him in the second match, and then you could book the third match however you wanted to. However, like because uh, you know Hogan's going out, so whether you want to give him the win and have that you know fucking legends heroes never die fuck shit versus like man, look, you, you never really passed the torch when you were there. Like, you can at least pass it now, but uh, I would definitely keep Michaels more heel and just leaning into that shit more. Like, you know, I keep telling your old ass, you don't want none. I done whooped your ass once. You, you got lucky, you old bitch. Like, you learned somebody must have taught you a trick or two from this generation, you old bitch. But if you get in that ring with me again, I'm going to kill you. Uh, that type of shit, I would like that Michaels more. and more. Yeah, it's more of he's making a mockery, but just a mockery of Hogan being there now. Like, you know, you know, Vince hired your old ass back, and his old ass don't want none either. Like, he don't know what he's doing. Like, I would have Michaels be go that far to uh, get that over, and then them having, like, three great matches. Because it was still a great match. I would have them go over that way. But I'm kind of leaning towards Michaels winning two out of three. Because um, Hogan doesn't need wins. He's still Hogan at the end of the day. Um, I would lean that way. 
Well, you know, guys, I mean, any any which way we book this can't be better than what actually happened with Michaels <laughs> overselling the shit out of that match and making history that we're still talking about today. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I took a swing at it. Zanka requested, so I was like, you know what? Hold on. Let me dust off this, this fucking dumbass brain of mine. I did it sober earlier. I'm trying to remember everything. Wow. I'm trying. Try, I'm trying. Okay, so... What I thought of actually um, earlier in the the um, dirt sheets that I read, I guess there was um, something to wrestle about with uh, Pritchard and um, that other fat guy. Conrad. Yeah, Conrad. And they discussed the relationship between The Rock and Shawn Michaels, how they actually hated each other. And it was due to ego at the time because they were both um, – they both had massive egos. Rock was the future. Shawn Michaels was the past, basically. So, so I heard I, that I heard that like Shawn bullied him when he first came there, and that's why yeah, when Rock got too. hot. They never had a feud because he's like, "Fuck it, you know, he's got so, a dick, so I'm never gonna work with him." This yeah. ties into my scenario, so okay, it kind of has to do with Cesar's uh, scenario. There isn't two out of three matches with me though. This is just the one match scenario though. I would have Shawn Michaels do exactly what he did in that match, oversell everything. Hogan, he's got, he's got all this confidence. He does the Hulk up thing. Oh, I'm Hulk Hogan. Oh, I'm coming back. And Shawn Michaels pretending to be shocked, like, what? What's going on? And then Hogan, he does the big boot. He goes, hits the ropes, hits the leg drop. And Hogan rolls off of Michaels. Michaels then kips up. Hogan goes, what the fuck? And Michaels is like, I was playing your old ass. And Michaels does the old classic Shawn Michaels comeback. Does the one, two, three, body slam, boom. Hits the elbow, boom. Sets him up for the Sweet Ten music. Hogan's on, he can't believe it. Like, oh my God, I'm about to lose. What's going on? Where am I? I need to take my fucking, uh, uh, what's that? Insur I need to take an insurer right now before I die. And Michaels, he goes in. And this plants the seeds pre-flare. This plants the seeds of Michael's tra new trademark. The camera zooms in, Shawn Michaels' face. And from now until the flare match, Michael says something different each time. This time, the very first time setting up this gimmick, the camera zooms in on Michael's face. You can read his lips. Taste this boot, you motherfucker. And then he goes, wow, hits my, uh, Hogan. Hogan, oh, he's out. Michael's pins Hogan. One, two. Three, Shawn Michaels defeats the immortal Hulk Hogan the next night on Raw. He continues his heel bullshit. He goes, you know what? I knew it. I had to find out for myself, but I can still go. And I defeated Hulk Hogan. I knew I could do it. I knew Hulk Hogan was all talk. He's a has-been. That's another legend I can cross off my list. HBK has done it all. And now I'm going to go back for the WWE. And just then... If you smell what the rock is cooking. Michael's what? Here comes the rock. Dun, he comes out there. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You said you beat them all, but you haven't went one on one with the great one. And Michael's is like, what the fuck? This setting up the future match between Shawn Michaels and the rock. And that's where it ends. That's how I would rebook Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. That's SummerSlam. Wait, no, no feud, just one match. 
Just one match, Rock and Michaels? It's you. It's up to you. You book the rest. I set it up. You knock them down. Yeah. Well, you're proud of yourself for that one. Yeah, he's proud of I, I really did. I, in all seriousness, I really do wish there would have been a Shawn Michaels versus The Rock, a feud, a match, a one-off. But then hearing – this isn't the first time I heard that Rock and Michaels hated each other. I knew that that was the reason why they never – the only connection they had was when Michaels turned on Rock on the very first episode of SmackDown. SmackDown. He picked uh, Rock and Triple mm -hmm. H, you know, that whole thing. That's really the only interaction I can remember between those two. And I, got, yeah. I guess now we know why. It sucks. But, hey, we always got 2K, 2K20. 2K19. Battlegrounds. Yeah. Hey, Battlegrounds. hey. That's all we got. That's all we got. I'll, I'll give Battlegrounds a little bit of credit because I've been seeing Paul Heyman posting about it. Apparently, they have some kind of story mode where Paul Heyman convinces Vince to give him his own brand. I'll, <laughs> nice. I'll, hey, listen. Hey, there you go. They, they're, they're doing something. They're doing something different. Yeah. Well, there you go, Zanka. We did it. We rebooked Hogan versus Michaels. Now it's time to move on. For AEW's all-out predictions by the tripod, uh, I just wrote down the, the match order that was on Wikipedia, so I'll just go by that. We'll kick it off with uh, this. Uh, have you guys heard about this? This was the first match on the Wikipedia page for All Out. It says Private Party versus Dark Order, Reynolds and Silver. It's on the Wikipedia. I don't know if that was just announced. Mm. I'll um I'll maybe that's that. the replacement pre-show match because okay. um, the uh, cinematic uh, Britt Baker match. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, sure. A I'll go on AEW Instagram. I'll see if they posted anything. Okay. Um. No. Nothing. No, I don't see anything. I see a lot of promotion for Tony Khan on the on their unrestricted podcast, oh, yeah. but I don't see that. Do you guys want to predict it anyway, or you want to skip it? You know, there's no six and seven in the dark order. I checked today. That's AOP. AOP is six and seven. <laughs> yeah. I checked on their Wikipedia page. There's no six. Wow. Or seven. Yeah. Fucking Xbox comes out. I'm six, baby. No. I'm six, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can skip that one if you guys want. I mean, we could yeah. do it just in case it happens. Okay. Um, well, private. Because like, if, it, if it happens, then we kind of look stupid. Well, I mean, somebody must have altered the Wikipedia. It said four hours ago yeah. it was made, so. We don't look stupid. We didn't know the whole card. They didn't promote that. I'm going private party, man. Private party. private party. They they lost that one match. They got to win this one. Those guys were impressive yeah. as shit. Uh, they need some fucking W's under their belt. I'm going private yeah. party. Cesar? I'm going private party. Bretzky? I'm going Dark Order. And I'm going Dark Order tries to, jo to have private party join them. Oh shit! Oh, the dark, the yeah, like the the extra dark order. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> over dark, dark. No. <laughs> dark order over time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because this was the order I wrote it down in the cinematic. Was match. it the dark order? Huh? The uh, dark order you wrote it down in? Well, no, he said the the order Wikipedia had it. The order he wrote it down. Yeah, this is no, the match saying, order. I'm saying the dark order that you wrote it down in. Yeah, the order. dark order. <laughs> he said That's the dark stuff. order. Yeah. Uh, the tooth and nail match, the cinematic match between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, returning the action versus whose house? Swerve's house. Swole's no, house. Swole's house. Big Swole, you guys. A AEW cinematic match. How is this going to end? 
Caesar, who takes the the victory in this? You know, it's got to be fuck shit on top of fuck shit. Oh, this this is scope. gonna be the it's gonna be the fuckiest of fuck shit, and I'm ready for it. Uh, this is gonna be the fuck shit we enjoy. And I gotta go with the good doctor, yes. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She's just coming back off that knee injury. She's got to get the win. Swole beat the two bitches, and Swole beat down Riva. So Swole's getting the dubs week to week. Dr. Brent Baker's got to get the win and get back in that title picture. I said, I think she was like two or three before she left. So, yeah, Brett, Dr. Brent Baker's got to get back up there. Bretsky tooth and nail match. What the fuck does that mean? It means that we're going to be biting our nails and grinding mm -hmm. our teeth as we watch it because we don't know what's going to happen. Um, Sounds about right. I am excited. I'm going to say Big Swole wins because, oh. because Reba turns on Dr. Britt Baker DMD. She's had enough of this bullshit. She's had enough of being of, of, not, of not even being able to get interview time with Tony. She's had enough of, not, of no one knowing what her actual name is. She's tired of being side fiddle. She has had enough of this fuckery. She turns on Dr. Britt Baker DMD in some fashion. Doctor, the doctor, the good doctor is shocked as she should be because that is a sin to turn on the good doctor. And Big Swole picks up the W. This goes into Big Swole maybe getting a title shot next, you know, but it doesn't necessarily win. The Cereba versus um, Reba. I, I would like to see, I'd like to see Reba versus Dr. Brubaker DMD with a special guest rap of Tony Scavoni. Um, I would like to see that. But yeah, I think it goes into that feud uh, of Reba versus uh, Dr. Brubaker DMD, which doc, the, the good doctor wins and then goes, propels herself to the title picture and wins the title. But I think Big Swole wins because of some Reba turning. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the good doctor returning, returning with a victory only because she has everybody else do the work for her. She's going to get rebel in this. She's going to call another bitch from NWA to get some help. She's going to pull out all the stops at her work. And I guarantee there will be some dental tools used in this match because it's a tooth oh, yeah. and nail match. Maybe the nails is at the end of the match. Like Big Swole finally takes out Reba, takes out Tony Schiavone, takes out an NWA woman. And she's finally ready to take on Britt Baker. And she's so tired. Britt Baker just goes up to her face and rakes her eyes with the nails. <laughs> Fucking swole falls on the ground. She rolls her up for the pin. One, two, three. Dr. Britt Baker's coming out of this match on top. You already know. You already know that they're going to walk in. Like, they, like someone's going to happen where they're going to crash through a door into, into a room where someone's getting dental treatment. Someone's getting, like, drilled. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the middle. And, like, the doctor, like, drops the drill, like, goes, like, like into the dude's mouth. Like, oh, 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 man. It's going to be good shit. Up next, the broken rules match, where if Matt Hardy loses, he will be deleted versus Sammy Guava Juice, Sammy Guevara of the inner circle. Bretsky, you're kicking it off. Who takes the broken rules match? Sammy, and Sammy's going to win in a very fun match. This is going to be great. Um, Matt Hardy doesn't need to win. If you want to propel Sammy to even the TNT title picture um, in the near future, then you give him this win. He, even though a loss to Sammy to Matt Hardy wouldn't do much harm, it would do more harm to have Sammy lose than the good of Matt Hardy winning, if you know what I mean. 
Like the harm, like the, the, the payoff is much better if Sammy wins. And then you can do some, you can get let Matt Hardy go away for a little bit, then have him come back with like the, some, like something with the Lake of Reincarnation or something <laughs> like that. Maybe he comes back as the third man for, I, I don't know, something like that. But yeah, I think that, um, I think that Matt Hardy then leaves. Maybe like you get some time for some other talent in there. But I think that Sammy Guevara has to win this match. Interesting. Cesar, thoughts? Matt Hardy has to win. He said he would leave AEW if he loses. <laughs> and he said he's not doing his characters anymore. So he literally has to win. Because it makes no sense for him to lose, get fired, lose his contract, and then come back four months later. Because technically he has to win. Yeah, he just got Something there, right? Win. He just fucker, got there. Yeah. just got there like three months ago. He got there and it was COVID when he got there. Like it's still COVID now. So like he has to win. Well, my, uh, my... I don't, yeah, I agree with Bretzky that Sammy winning is better story-wise. Mm-hmm. But they literally kind of WWE'd it and painted themselves into a corner. Because if he's not, if he can't be his other characters, because he said he's not doing that anymore, and he can't come back as somebody else. He can't come back as Woken Hardy or Broken Hardy. Dude, love version two. <laughs> yeah, like he he kind of has to win. Yeah, but yeah, it would be better for Sammy to win. Well, I gotta uh, I gotta agree with Cesar, but I'm gonna uh, play the scenario out a little differently. Matt Hardy wins because I mean, think about it. the 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 circumstances couldn't have been better. I mean, painful, but couldn't have been better. Matt Hardy suffers a huge fucking scar on his face, bleeding. It was an accident. Sammy in the table match suffers a huge scar, an accident. Couldn't have been better. And he even says scar for a scar. So they're basically tied one to one on each other for scars. I think in a great matchup, Matt Hardy defeats Sammy Guevara. And afterwards, Matt Hardy does what he did for Private Party. And he goes, he picks Sammy up and he goes, Look, man, I can help you get out of the inner circle, I can help your career. Come with me if you want to live. No, come with me, and I can help your career, man. But, of course, Sammy eventually turns on him. But I, I, that's what I think is going to happen. Hardy wins, tries to mentor Sammy. Sammy does some crooked inner circle shit, kicks him in the balls or something. Matt Hardy wins, ultimately, is, is what I'm saying. Up next is the matchup that was set up on this past week's Dynamite. Jurassic Express Versus the Young Bucks, the bothered Young Bucks, Cesar, who comes out of this on top and does that piece of shit. Marco Cunt, does he come ringside? Yeah, yeah, he's going to get involved. Oh. I hope he gets super, I hope they super kick his face off. Oh, boy. I hope, I hope they, they put him in something. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, uh, Marco Stone's going to get involved. It's going to be a bunch of fuckery, but I'm going with my uh, Bucks win so that it propels them up the ladder so they can fight FTR at a later date. Um, but yeah, fuck my curse stuff. But yeah, he's going to get involved. Shit. Hope he gets hurt. Bretzky, do you pray like me that they concerto Marco's ankle? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Jurassic Express wins because the Young Bucks have too much on their mind. Um, I think it just fuels the Young Bucks' heel turn. 
Um, but yeah, I think that'll be a very good match. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think also you need to give Jurassic Express the win because just not even in the tag team hunt, just in the individual, like the singles, you want to, you want to build up Jungle Boy. Uh, you want to build up Luchasaurus, but yeah, I, I think that the Jungle, Jungle Express takes it because Young Bucks are too kind of, they're focused on other shit. They're focused on other stuff going on. Like maybe like, maybe Hangman, they show, they cut the Hangman drinking like in the, in, in the rafters, like during their match, something like that. Um, and they're too distracted to kind of focus on Jungle Express. That's the way, I, or Jungle, Jurassic Express. That's the way I see it going with Jurassic Express going over. Like a jealous ex-lover. He's in the stands drinking a beer, stalking him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, guys. I could see this going two ways. I got to pick one. But I could see uh, Jurassic Express winning. The Bucks then, after the match, get chairs and beat the shit out of Jurassic Express, turning full heel. Or... I could see the Bucks pulling some fuck shit, cheating to get the victory on Jurassic Express. <sighs> I'll go Bucks. I'll go the Bucks. Like I, like Cesar said, it could help them build momentum to get that that title shot that everybody wants to see. I don't know why they didn't have FTR versus the Bucks at all out, but you know whatever. That's a conversation for another day. They're just trying to make the next pay per view be better, I guess. But um, yeah, Bucks for the momentum. I'll say in this uh night other than that i'm praying marco gets hurt up next the dark order mr Brody lee colt cabana evil uno and Stu. don't call me dick grayson versus matt cardona scorpio sky dustin and qt marshall i'll go first because i could give a fuck i'm giving it to dark order because mr Brody lee is awesome uh cesar what do you think, brother? Uh, Dark Order and Colt Cabana are undefeated. Dustin takes a pen. Don't give two <laughs> shits. <Dustin>. Bretsky? <laughs> I'm going to say something pretty interesting. Dark Order wins, but it's because QT Marshall has the upper hand, but he gets distracted because Anna Jay's at ringside, and everyone gets distracted with Anna Jay's at ringside. What's You're her face? Bunny. You're Bunny. Bunny she's, the, Allie. she's the 99, by the way. Yes, she is. She is <laughs> yes, she is. Um, I think then, then Bunny gets like all pissed at him. I think QT's like, oh, fuck. You know, I, I can't be looking at other women. You know, all that shit. He gets, he gets pinned. The Colt Cabana rolls him up. I think it leads to maybe a, it leads to, I think if, everything else aside, I think it then leads to um Anna Jay versus Allie um which then can further the Anna Jay and Brandy thing uh mm-hmm. but yeah I think Dark Order wins I, I think it goes with the fuckery with with Colt with QT getting distracted by Anna Jay as any normal man would um but yeah mm-hmm. I think that Dark Order goes over Dark Order across the board from the tripod uh the real question is who would you smash the bunny or Anna Jay and you can only pick one Anna, Anna Jay. Jay or the bunny Anna Jay. Anna J. Yeah, Anna J. <laughs> uh, she's been Allie's tainted face. by QT. Allie's yeah. face is a little too. Allie's you know, nose I, is weird. Yeah. Oh. Like, if I had to pick, like, listen, I wouldn't be mad at either of them. Yeah. But, like, if I had to pick, and also, like, you know, then the whole 99 thing, you know, we can get hit it off, you know, like maybe talk about it over breakfast the next morning. Like, that kind I of thing. found Anna J for you perverts, okay? I, I, hey, I, hey. Listen, the writing was in the stars, Cesar. It's like, you know, you're the guy at the bar who's like, yo, 
look at that chick right over there. Then I go up and I'm like, yo, hey, I'm look, we have so much in common. Then you're sitting there all pissed, like, oh man, I should have bought her a drink, you know, that kind of thing. That's what it is. No, 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 that doesn't happen. First of all, first of all, you can't even get into the bar. So you oh. saw her through my Instagram and you saw me oh, talking that's to her. A low blow, low blow. <laughs> Yeah, what is this? What is this college uh, night? What are we at some college bar? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. Going to the pub on campus. I got a pub on campus though. I got that up nice. on you. Nice. Oh yeah, okay. Uh now up next, the 21 man casino battle royal. We're basically just picking someone. I'll go 21, first. stupid. I'm picking yeah, my so boy, stupid. Ray Phoenix. He's my favorite. I still think he's gonna win. He's not gonna win, but I'm picking him because <laughs> he's awesome. Uh Bretsky. Random do you choice. Have, huh? Do you have a, is there like an actual list of who's in this match? I no, we only know like 15 right. people. I am fucking bothered to do that. Um, <laughs> I think all the Dark Orders in it, everybody you saw in that match on Murderhawk, Cage, yeah. Pretty Ricky, uh, Sean Spears lurking with Tully, uh, yeah. Billy Gunn. Uh, Probably. No, just Billy. Just Billy. Just Billy. Billy. Just Billy. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, wait, I'm gonna wait, go wait, 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 wait. Before you pick. The last time they did the casino battle royal, when they came out, wasn't it like groups? They had like groups? No, because the last time they did it, it was like No, well, I don't know. You said Remember the, the Joker no. card was someone special, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, Hang someone man? had to come out. But that was last year. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying that every card is someone special. So the Joker card no, 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 might no, no. be it wasn't, anybody, right? It wasn't, it wasn't Hangman because Hangman was fighting Jericho for the title. Okay. It was, yeah, I don't know, somebody. But yeah, uh, they come out in groups of five. Like it's yeah. weird. Who was the Joker card? I don't know, man. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I don't remember that is far this, back. I mean, the winner could possibly be a fucking debut. We don't even know. It's, yeah, it's so fucking random. Like so fucking Brent, Ryan Cage. Watch this, watch this. Okay. Crazy prediction. It's gonna be a big guy from an indie company. Like a lar a physically large man. Warhorse. Wins it. Warhorse, yeah. Wins yeah. it. Beats five jobbers. Goes to fight whoever has the title for the title and loses, loses. and never heard from again. <laughs> that's good um, booking. That's right not there. the that's AEW booking. I know. No. That's the, the perfect booking. Yeah. The AEW I know and it's great fans. Um yeah. yeah. I'm probably gonna go Murderhawk only because they've been trying to build him back up recently. I think it also, I think that him winning kind of leads to um, him versus Cage, which would be fun. Um, I think Murderhawk has it though. Okay, and he cannot. Not, he's not gonna nut. He's not gonna nut. He won't bust a nut in the nut. ring. He no won't busting. bust a nut. Okay. I'm. I don't know. Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go. What's his name? Uh, Ty. No, Sean Spears. Fuck it. Sean Spears, okay. Go put on that that black glove and punch people out of the top rope, out of the ring. Go on, Sean Spears. Well, just because I'm just because I'm future booking in my mind, and I want something funny to. <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, I'll wait till we get there. Uh, oh, up, I, I I see where you're going. Up next, the AEW Tag Team Championships are on the line as Omega and Hangman take on F. T R Caesar, who takes it? Do we get a retain or do we get a title change? If I've learned anything from AEW, 
It's that when ex-WWE guys or guys from other companies come in, they get hot, and win five or six matches, and they lose the big one. So the question is, is this going to be the match where somebody wins the title? That's I'm going no. I'm going no. I'm going Hangman. I'm going Hangman and K. Everything says FDR should win this match. I'm going somehow still Hangman and Katie win the tag titles, which pisses off Cody Lights. Uh, great six-pack. Worst beer yeah. ever. Worst beer ever. Uh, pisses off Cody Lights because they're still linked together, but he's still kicked out of the elite. So for that storyline, I'm going, yeah, Hangman Kitty. Okay. I'll go next. Everybody thinks, I mean, Hangman basically fucked the Bucks. So the seeds of the That's a new hashtag. Hashtag fuck the Bucks. The (laughs) seeds have been planted for months now. Something's wrong with Hangman. Hangman is drinking constantly. Whose loyalties does Hangman lie with? He screws, he fucks the, he fucks the Bucks. Oh, wait, hashtag. Fucks the Bucks. He gets yelled at. He gets kicked out of the elite. You can see the writing on his face. You You see his face. He had remorse. He was like, oh, what did, I don't even know what I did. What did I do? So we go into this tag, we go into this tag match. Hangman is sober. I'm glad you're sitting down. Hangman comes into this match sober. Hangman turns a new leaf. Hangman's you know, like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to get on the straight and narrow. I'm going to be here for my partner. I'm here for Omega. They have great chemistry. They're doing good. Hangman slips up once. He does a tiny little mistake that pisses off Omega. Omega walks out on Hangman leaving Hangman to get gang-raped by FTR and Tully. Title changes, FTR walk out of All Out, AEW Tag Team Championships, because Omega turns heel. You heard it here first, folks. Bretzky? I like that. I, I, re- I do like what you just said. I do think FTR is going to win, because um, everything's flying to it, and frankly, they should win. Um, but yeah, I I I see I see Hangman joining with FTR. I think I see them. I think I don't remember if it was us or if it was SRAP guys who said the new four horse. Oh yeah, it was um it was Cynic, uh Cynic on the After Party Hangover. He mentioned that the new four horsemen. Yeah. Of uh FTR, yeah that one. I think it, I think it would be. I think I can see the new four horsemen being like FTR. Hangman and Sean Spears, I can see that, um, and I can also see Kenny bring back the cleaner. I can see the elite just kind of dissolving. I can see Brandy just kind of you know, like finger fucking her doll and getting Cody kicked out of the elite. Um, yeah, I th- I see FTR winning, and I see a lot, a lot, a lot of change going forward in AEW. Change is good. They need change right now with that whole tag situation. I think in in yeah. my. Uh, in my mind, up next. See, wait, you see Hangman joining, even though they called him a dipshit on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Up next, I, I, he won't remember. He was too drunk to remember. <laughs> he was drinking. He hey, it happens. It, it happens, right, Caesar? I mean, come on. That shit happens. That shit we happens sympathize with our hero. Uh, up next, the Mimosa Mayhem match—the first ever Mimosa Mayhem match. 
Le Champion Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. I'm going with the great Bretzky. I want you to paint us a picture, Bretzky. Paint us a picture. You go first. Who's taking the first ever Mimosa Mayhem match? Uh, uh, I say it's going to be you. All right. I just thought of this. Orange Cassidy wins the first ever Mimosa Mayhem. It tur- it makes Jericho go fucking batshit insane. He goes super insane. He goes like pain maker insane from Japan. This leads to the breakup of the inner circle as they start having inner strife because every good faction has to have a good breakup. And I think that it's time, not right now, but a little bit down the line for the inner circle to break up, for the people to go on their own, like Sammy to have his career, you know, uh, LAX to have theirs. I think Jericho loses and just goes fucking insane because he can't deal with the fact that he just lost to Orange Cassidy and he's now he's now one and two against Orange Cassidy. So that's that's my prediction is that OC wins. Okay, OC wins Mimosa Mayhem. I'll go next. I will say this is gonna have a comedy outcome. I think Orange Cassidy does win. Orange Cassidy wins by tossing Jericho in the 500-gallon mimosa, whatever they got, tank or something. Bell rings. Orange Cassidy's celebrating. Here comes the best friends. They hold him up on his shoulders. Yay! Orange Cassidy wins. Yay! And the rest of Inner Circle comes out because Jericho's going, help me! I can't swim! Or he says something stupid. And uh, Jake Hagar, like, reaches, like, come here, come here. And Jericho grabs his hand, pulls him in on accident. Uh, Hagar's like, oh, he's in the fucking mimosa, too. Oh, here comes Santana and Ortiz. They're coming out there. Fucking Ortiz slips on the fucking mimosa that's on the mat, falls into the fucking tank or whatever. Santana's like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I ain't going in there. I ain't going in there. Sammy, he comes out running. Oh, shit, I got to save my life. He accidentally bumps Santana into the fucking mimosa. Sammy's like, oh, shit, I can't believe this. And then uh, Sammy's like, should I reach? I don't know. Should I reach? I don't want to go in the tank. I don't know. Here comes fucking Matt Hardy with his stitched up asshole. Comes out there, oh, pushes fucking Sammy into the mimosa. All inner circles in the mimosa. Ah, because they want the footage. They like the shot. They're going to put that on the website, Instagram, and everything. Orange Cassidy. Cesar, what you saying, man? Uh, I'm also picking Orange Cassidy. Uh, if they want to build new guys, which they said they always want to, uh, and we didn't get to see any of Orange Year One, really. Just did his two moves and got out of the ring. So now he's actually having matches and showing that he can wrestle. You got to build up Orange. I do agree that the comedy hour will be at the end. Um, I feel like Possibly Santana and Ortiz will be in the vat before Jericho. <laughs> His best friends will come out. They'll try to come out to cheat, and best friends will come out. Yeah. And then throw them bitches in there. And Cassidy will get the win or whatever. And then, yeah, Matt Hardy throws Sammy in there. He'll come out. Or say, I think Jericho might be going. Yeah, Jericho either goes in first or last. I agree with that. Um, but definitely, OC gets the win. Because uh, I don't think Jericho ever won a Money in the Bank, correct? No. So, yeah. So he doomed himself because he said at the beginning, I, I created the last great match in my previous employment. Yeah, and he never won it. Created something and never won it. He's creating this. He's not going to win it. So Orange Cassidy goes over, uh, finally gets some shine. 
which leads to other things with his okay. career. Because, I mean, anyway, Jericho only has like three losses on his record total. Yeah. Take one, Orange Cassidy, and propel a guy over. So the tripod across the board picks Cassidy to win. But I want to ask you fellas something. What is this Mimosa Mayhem tank going to look like? Is it going to be like a Walmart above ground pool on the outside of the fucking ring? Like, what is this shit going to look like? What do you guys think? It's going to look like the Bad Boys 2 pool they kept breaking (laughs) by the dog. It's just going to be orange. Man, you love that movie, don't you? Yeah, I do. Good shit. It is good. good. shit. Such good shit, pal. Such good shit. Yes, it's going to be orange water in there, though. Won't actually yeah. be the food yeah. coloring or some dumb shit. Yeah, of what do you think, Brett? Yeah, it should be like an above ground pool. I hope that they cut to like people filling it throughout the night. That, I hope yeah. they do that. Like just just fake orange. Yeah, just yeah, it's gonna look like a dunk tank. So it's gonna be yeah. plastic all around. Yeah. You know AEW fuck shit. They're gonna have pyro coming out of the fucking orange. Out of the pool. So somebody for gets, Jericho's yeah. entrance. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as somebody gets dumped in, there's going to be like a ring of pyro going off from the pool. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys wax poetic about this main event because I'm going to go first. And I brought a friend to help me because I could see this going either way. I brought Nickelback. It's here to help me. Nickelback. You guys call it Tails. You call in there. Who is Tails? MJF is Tails. MJF is Tails. Yeah. Oh, Moxley. I got Moxley retaining. All right. Okay, uh, Cesar, what you got, man? Who's taking this? I am want, and fuck it, I'm going to pick MJF. Okay. New AEW championship just for the fuckery of if Sean Spears did win that battle royal, they would have to fight each other. And two heels with Tully. Tully's going to be like, oh, well, fuck you, FTR. You didn't win shit. That's why I got my backup plan. Sean Spears over here. Uh, Tully and Wait, MJF you didn't, you didn't consult promo. you didn't consult Brother Quarter. Uh, he's a uh, he's on vacation. Oh, okay. Uh, he's uh, hitting that Jake's mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hitting that thing with no brakes. Eighteen wheeler. Uh, Ooh. I want uh, I want MJF to win. I would like MJF to win. It, it can go either way. Um, it's really like 55, 45. It, it, it's hard. It's hard. Um. So I'm going to pick – I want MJF to win. I think he'd be a great champ. Um, yeah, he is young. So that's also another thing why I don't feel like he, he should be. But he could be. And Mox has had a great run. It's been like almost 200 days. Um, and like I said, man, it's, it's all about if, – if year two is all about building stars, I, I mean, why not get over your probably top heel – in my mind, Top Heel, who's had great wrestling matches, who is fresh, not from another company, who is fresh, get them over with your heavyweight championship. And then, yeah, he's got his cabinet, he's got his muscle. Every great heel has to have the muscle behind him. It could lead to a breakup or whatever. He's got the jewelry. Uh, maybe he puts Burberry on the back of the title. That would Burberry, be dope. Yeah. It's, like, it's like inside of the hemp belt, it's the Burberry yeah, belt. It's the Burberry belt, yeah. Burberry belt uh, comes out with that shit every week. Uh, I mean, just imagine the promo he's going to cut if he did win. Fucking, it's election season as well. I mean, why not have somebody new take over? Uh, that's his whole stick or whatever. So, I'm down with it. I want MJF. I'm picking MJF. MJF is your new AEW. Well, well, Cesar, before we let Bretsky wax poetic, because I know he's going to have a fantastical scenario for us, 
we are conditioned by WWE to see yeah. whoever goes out on top on the go home show is going to lose. So Bretsky, does that factor in to your decision? No. Nah. No. Okay. No. Nah. MJF's okay. winning. MJ. All right. MJF. You have to. You have to. It's not just because he's so good, but because the whole point is to build new stars. If you want us to take you seriously on that claim, you will give MJF the title. That's it's as simple as that. Um, I will. I do want to see something where like Mox forgets that he can't use the paradigm shift. That's then gonna like happen the, at least three times. Then like, then like the lawyers come out like waving the papers, like no, it says right here <laughs> in page sixteen, like, he can't yeah. do it. It's Bretsky. Like, he comes out right here, right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like he's gonna hit it and then get mad that he can't hit it, and then try to like just slam MJF or something. That's when Wardlow comes with the fuck shit. Right, or maybe like he hits it on the lawyer, and then the refs like yeah. asking the other lawyers if that's okay because he's yeah, on MJF. Which, which it is because the lawyer got in the ring, or he hits it on the outside on the lawyer. Right, yeah. Then like Wardlow hits Mox from behind, then MJF yeah. wins, or, or slips him, like slips him the ring. Right, yeah, exactly. I think MJF wins with a lot of fuck shit, but MJF wins. That's Wait a minute, all that matters. Is this Bretsky's fuck shit certified match of the night? Oh, this is definitely fuck shit certified. Yes. Match fuck shit certified. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah this, you can stamp this bitch. Well, now that I think of uh, Nickelback's decision for me, I'm trying to weave a story of my own. Uh, remember how we mentioned earlier how they should have saved FTR for bucks for All Out? If they want some people to be talking about the next pay-per-view, I don't know what the next pay-per-view is, but they should, uh, with my decision of Mox retaining, it could be some fuck shit where the ref accidentally gets knocked out. Moxley notices it and hits the fucking paradigm shift. Paradigm knocked out, turns MJF mm-hmm. over, pins. Ref wakes up. One, two, three. And the lawyers come out. Hey, wait a minute. He did this. He did this. Watch the replay. Watch the replay. Ref is like, my decision is mm-hmm. final. My decision. And then the next um, dynamite, MJF goes, you're a fucking cheater. You cheated. You know you did it. So the rematch is set up for the next pay-per-view. Mox versus the MJF for the championship. Next pay-per-view, FTR versus the Bucks. Those are the two main matches for the next pay-per-view, getting eyes on the future booking of AEW. I'm just trying – I'm trying to make sense out of Nickelback, you guys. You're trying, trying to make to sense? Trying. You're trying to make sense out oh, of – Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Spelled it different. Would you, you, could you call that joke money? <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Cesar, are you going to be able to come through for Young Bretzky and the Lynx? I'm yeah, fucking that though. I ain't looked. I gotta. I gotta wait till tomorrow. It'll, I don't it'll even be know, on guys. YouTube. It'll, it'll be on YouTube. It'll, be, it'll, it'll at least be on YouTube by the time we record next time. So yeah, but it's not, by by next week it'll be on yeah. YouTube. So I'll find. You just gotta find the the right okay. Twitch stream. There's probably at least eight assholes that are gonna throw it up on a Twitch stream. Just well, that's right. what happened last time. Okay, right. I won't. I won't be in the tripod chats. Uh, running down every match like I do with WWE pay-per-views. I will take notes, but at the end of All Out, I will just say who won predictions. I won't say any details. I'll be like, congratulations, fill in the blank. Oh, wait, wait. Are we taking notes? Are we taking notes and pretzel ratings for next week? Yeah, I think we should. Because the guys aren't going to be there next week, so it's going to be us. That's right. Uh, we have the responsibility now to cover Raw and SmackDown highlights as well. So that's what, the, that's what the tripod does, guys. That's what the tripod does for the people. 
that'll be a, the, the, a good excuse that I can give to like my microeconomics professor. It's like, what, what didn't, why didn't you do your homework? Well, like, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I you know, you know, you know, you know, the still real after party. Yeah. They, they couldn't yeah. cut it this week. So, you know, I, we had so to step in. Your boy, your boy had to step up and do some heavy lifting. Yeah. You know, well, you know how your parents, I can your show parents, you my notepad. Like, yeah. Your parents would write you a note to get out of school. Cesar is going to write you a note. He's going to fax email type it. He emailed yeah. it to you. You print it out, hand it to your teacher. Your teacher will sign it, and that'll get you out of it. No, fuck, yeah. I'm just email straight to the teacher. Young Bretsky, excuse this week. <laughs> Otherwise, brother quarters go fuck your mother. <laughs> it's like, Brett, who is this big car pay that's sending me threatening emails? Like, who yeah. is this? I'd listen to him, prof. I, I would really listen to him. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what him or that quarter are capable of, man. I, oh, who, yeah. got, who got this picture of a quarter on my wife's ass? Bretsky, you're yeah. expelled. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the middle of class, I just kind of take a quarter in my pocket, roll it into the classroom. He's like, oh, shit. It's PTSD. He's like, <laughs> his shoulder rolls behind his uh, desk. Class canceled today, uh, guys. Okay. Everybody class, gets A's. Class is canceled. Class dismissed for the rest of the semester. <laughs> yeah, we're good. The class good. stands up and cheers, 80s movie style. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Quarter, 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 quarter. quarter. <laughs> That's good shit. Oh, guys, we had another incredibly fun uh, tripod beer runs. Now it's time for the plugs. We'll go with Bretsky first this time. Bretsky, we all know what you got to plug. Plug on, player. Here's my uh, here's my my plug right there. There's my plug. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, I'm, I host my own podcast. Um, for those who are uninformed or have not listened this far into the podcast before, I, that's one thing I will give Jake credit for is because Jake listens to at least a couple of episodes. Zanka has no fucking clue what what I do, but yeah. Um, I host it. It's called the Faux Pod. Uh, haha, get it? It's T H E F A U X P O D. Uh, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor. Uh, pretty much, it's kind of me bullshitting with a friend of mine. Different friend of mine each week drops every Wednesday uh, because that story P was so kind to give up the Wednesday slot. Um, just for yeah, you. just for me, just for me. They predicted it. Um, yeah, I mean. I, I the audio is great now because I'm able to do it in per, in person interviews socially distanced, but uh but yeah I mean go check it out follow us on Instagram that's at the faux pod dot cast um just t h e f a u x p o d dot c a s t on Instagram just updates about audio when new episodes are dropping all that shit uh yeah that's my plug go listen uh, the S R A P is foaming at the mouth they're chomping at the bit. For the episode that Caesar will be episode on the show pod. Episode 26. 26. He, he, he replied, I don't know why. He, all I know is he replied to Matthew J.H. with, I'm, I'm be episode 26. I'm like, oh, fucking, I better write that down. I'm not pissing off Caesar. He's, he'll well, be 26. It's because Brother Quarter's episode 25. Oh, of course. Uh, no, no, that so, that'll be like that'll be the episode I release like all the way like, after I'm done with like the lost episodes. Like, like, no, 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 no. It'll be on Patreon. Yeah, that'll be the Patreon. <laughs> for twenty-five cents, you can hear the shit that I can't release for free. Yeah, so I was gonna, I was gonna set up a joke with that, but you interviewed Jake, so it ruined my joke. So I was gonna say, because like you had Mangria thirteen, and I was gonna be like, well, I'm twice as funny as Mangria, so I should oh, be twenty-six. Okay. So well, I had to, I had to get Jake in before eighteen. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> Big Carpe, uh, what you got to plug, brother? I'm uh, just plugging up Julius underscore Caesar, just memes and dumb shit and ratchet ass uh, stuff I see on the internet. 
uh, which includes this podcast, which other people do listen to and text me about. Well, my friends who used to watch wrestling or who are tempted to get back into wrestling just because they hear me talk with you gentlemen every week saying dumb fuckery about the shit we watch and talk about. Um, so that's about it. Also, Tony Litsky, if you like craft beer and all that kind of fuck shit, like drinking, he's always posting some crazy stuff, which is me. So that's about it for your boy. Sounds good. As far as Mangria Fuel's YouTube page, we've got APPW coming up. The aftermath of Summerfest is coming up. Uh, and like, you, like, like everyone knows, the After Party Hangover will be on there. And the Tripod Beer Runs will be on YouTube this, this month as well as Anchor. You have to search After Party Hangover on Anchor to find the Tripod Beer Runs which actually is doing a lot better than my hangover episodes <laughs> on anchor. Cause it's more entertaining, obviously. But uh, as far as the three, three is better than two. That's true. That's true. Uh, as far as the future goes, uh, this is breaking news to you fellas. I need to talk to Cesar and I need to talk to Bretsky about uh, some favors uh, coming up after this, so I'll be messaging Whoa. you guys. Hey, hey, hey. I give I give Jake enough favors in the past. I don't know like this is going. <laughs> yeah, there's no I'm cage not, involved. To, there's there's no cage involved. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. about to send right, you my Venmo right. account. You want to ask for favors? <laughs> but yeah, I'll be messaging you guys uh, on Instagram about that. But thank you, fellas, for doing the Zoom sessions here on the tripod. This is what the tripod is going to look like in the future. So we got to start getting haircuts, or we got to start getting fresher clothes. <laughs> I got a, be- I got a better see. background. Cesar, yeah. yeah. you got to print that fucking Brother oh, Porter poster out and put it on your wall. You, you missed it, Cesar? When he, I was on here with Mangria before we started recording, and he was trying to do the after-party hangover in the background, and it just cut yeah. it. it didn't go in the background. It just replaced him. Him. So there's just a Mangria. <laughs> there was like a Mangria-shaped version of like I did a, a digital, digital background, <laughs> but I was the green screen. It was a digital nice. background. You could see the heart and the steel reel, but my face and everything turned blue. I was the after-party mm-hmm. hangover, along with Brother Quarter and Bretsky down there in that picture. Uh, my whole face was just the, the fucking after-party hangover logo. It was funny. Yeah, I have a funny... Uh, I gotta see if I saved that sticker. I have a funny sticker where uh, somebody photoshopped my face on that guy's head. And <laughs> it's, I, I'll just send it to you. It's fucking hilarious. Man, I oh there nice. it is. Nice. <laughs> I'm a god. It's the fucking eyes that get you. Mr. <laughs> Tripod. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, thank oh, you. Oh, I again. hate it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> so bad. So thank bad. you guys for spending your Friday night with us. During this podcast, I saw Bailey finally turn heel on Sasha. I saw Roman oh, yeah, Roman Reigning champion. It was pretty entertaining background to the, the tripod beer runs tonight. Did you, did you see him smile with his new pearly whites? Oh, yeah. I, I had to cover my eyes. So I was like, ah, oh, God. Yeah. No, but, Listen, uh, hey, but don't bring up Roman. We're going to get into a whole argument with Cesar again. Oh, God. It's not an argument. Come on, Cesar. All right. Come on. He was happy oh, today. Oh, come on. He was happy let's today. Not start, let's not start happy. this. All right. He was Thank so you, happy gentlemen. Today. Thank you for your time. Saw his cousin and he was happy. <laughs> and before, before you drop it up, before you drop it off, Mangria. I just wanted to make it known to everybody, Roman Reigns is heel. Roman Reigns is heel. As sure as my face is blue, Roman Reigns is heel. Your face is blue right now. It's so bad. It's so creepy. It's the stuff that nightmares are made of. (laughs) 
All right, uh, Cesar, I have to request Brother Quarter. Uh, we, we've had some controversy on the SRAP question. Someone just walked in behind Cesar. We need Brother Quarter right for the final line of the I'm night. I'm walking over there to get it and coming back. All right. So Brother Quarter has nothing to say about Jake's mom? No. He <laughs> he'll, say it, he'll say it Wednesday or next his, Wednesday. His, his mouth is currently muffled in other, in other stuff with Jake's mom. Oh, I would not want to smell that change. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's All right, a rusty fellas. Change. That's, that's, that's one of those rusty quarters you find at the bottom of the barrel. You're like, oh, no. Yeah. Cesar is going to have to explain why there's a huge dude behind Bretzky <laughs> and why my face is all blue right now. But that should be an interesting conversation for later. Until then, gentlemen, all hail the Tripod Beer 